Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, ready for great radio. That's a big Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Moretti. Alongside the Rage Redhead Camp Stewart. What's happening there, Gabe? Sounds like we're in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> it does. We're in the eye of the storm, brother. <laughs> uh, we just fought through. Clear. No wind, please. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to fight uh, through. Oh, it's a strong storm. I don't know what's going on. Like, every time it rains, like, do we get shut down now? Is yeah, that the deal? I, I think so. Is that, like, the new deal every every time it, it freaking rains? Yeah. Any yeah, any moisture, rain, winds over 10 miles. I'm, I know. I was just listening. It was a real battle. You said the force between, like, the, the connection and the weather and everything. It's just all forces fighting right now. Yeah, I don't It's a clash I, of the titans. It is. It is a clash of the titans. We'll do our best to, uh, to fight our way uh, through this. Um, there'll be new systems and changes coming in the future. Yes. Um, so, and uh, different internet connections, computers, mixing boards, everything else in between. You said. And everything else in between. Yeah. You said it, else, buddy. Yeah. I know. I brought my soft bag uh, to take home uh, and pillows in the car to take care of little Promix right here. He's got to have a smooth, smooth trip. Yeah, I don't know. Little, I'm a little bit worried. Little, little Promix might get tossed off this balcony. Uh, I'm starting to think we might need, need to retire Promix and bring in new Promix. I don't know. <laughs> a brother? Yeah, I think at this yeah at this point in time, it's a good a good idea to to you know a big massive overhaul. Yeah, sort of like me, the dentist. Go for the go. Just just bite the bullet and get. Well, get it's like the computers, fillings. computers, mixing yeah. boards. Everything need to be uh, needs to be cleaned, overhauled. Yeah, good point. I think I'm going to go actually uh, to check out a couple mixing boards tonight. I got I, I got to uh, have the a mix, backup anyway. The mixing board is fine. Yeah. The mixing board is fine. It's actually a miracle this board has lasted. It's very very sensitive. I'm going to warn you because Cam's taking a gear after yeah. here, so. I'm going to warn you. Yeah, you can't yeah, that, really. That uh, cable skin, that one's a little bit. Uh, yeah. That one looks like he's just hanging by a thread. We're hanging on. <laughs> We're hanging on uh, yeah. by a thread. Yes. Yes, we are, buddy. We are hanging by a thread. All right. Big man uh, Big man on campus, uh, Jeff Nadeau, scheduled to join us. 
Nice. Going to see him in uh, Las Vegas yeah, as well. We're going to see him in a couple of days in Vegas, actually, as the countdown uh, is on. Um, you know, I've had a rough uh, week and a half uh, right now. Yep. So the trip to Vegas is a little bit different than it normally would be. Uh, but at the same point in time, I am looking uh, forward to uh, to getting to uh, to Vegas. It is one of my favorite cities. Definitely. And I uh, checked uh, the weather out. I don't know if you're going to like this or not, but last night at, like, midnight, it was uh, 102 degrees there. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's... It, <laughs> I don't think we're going to be doing many it looks walks, like, though. It looks like we're in the midst of a... Uh, we're in the midst of a... Uh, it's a heat wave. A good old-fashioned summer heat wave in Vegas. Yeah. Hey, but you know, Gabe, we're going to spend most of our time in the casinos in those rooms anyway. They're, uh, they're like ice coolers. No, and I've warned people about that. It's deceptive, actually. See, uh, being the Vegas vets that we are, I will be aware. I'll be bringing, even though it's 102 degrees, I'll be bringing uh, jackets and hoodies. Because uh, casinos are freaking freezing, man. They sure are. I actually love them because it stops me from sweating. It's so cold. Everybody else puts a sweater on, and I'm They're too just cold. comfortable. Oh, actually, I love it. I, I told you, I'd sleep in a freezer if I could. It's just like it's over the top. <laughs> Most hotel rooms, too, in Vegas are, like, blatantly cold. Oh, yeah. And, they want to keep you up. Yeah, and it's hard to turn it off. Like, you know, basically, I've given up a few times. It just, like, just, lived yeah. in, like, an ice locker. Just get it cool, buddy. Yeah, hang some meat. The other dirty trick Vegas does, too, is um, they wake you up in the morning by cranking the cold. Too. Yes, they do. Like, they, they, like, override, like, the whole central system. So, basically, boom, it'll just turn on. So, yeah. basically, it wakes you up because they don't want – they know you're getting wasted. They don't want you being all hung over in your in your room all day. They figure get up they, and gamble. They crank the AC at like 10 a.m., 9 a.m., and even if you don't, even if you put the do not disturb, you still get the knock. They tell of course them. you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know what's going on, and yeah. they know like especially you know what I noticed too when we got comps at the El Cortez, and I was trying to like milk them a little bit longer. Yeah, you're right. The knocks on the door. Hey, you're gonna go down and uh, get, you know what I mean? It's like. Kenny Epstein gives you a room for a couple days. He expects you to be at the tables yeah, 24-7. Yeah, he like he gave us, yeah. It's like, hey, hey, you can't relax. you got to get down there and gamble, man. I haven't seen you in the horse book in a while. It's like, okay, buddy, I got it. Thanks. What is this? What, you want me to pay you 32 bucks for the room? So, you know what? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of grifters and uh, oh. drifters. Oh, tons. And, uh, and everything else uh, in between on the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. As uh, me and my buddy used to call it when we lived there. Um, you know what we called the strip? The gates of hell. It, it actually is. We, all, we always used to say the gates of hell are open wide tonight. Like, you would just look down the strip, and it'd be like, yeah, the gates of hell are just open wide. see the wide. Fl- flashing lights? Oh, it is. Like, the <laughs> devil. Come on, give me your money. The devil's just inviting yeah. you in. And that's, that's the way, like, Satan works, and the devil works in, in the real world, too. You need to invite him. He teases you. But, yeah, like, Satan isn't just going to start harassing you for nothing. No. It's when you start cutting deals and yeah. start thinking, you know what, I I'll, I don't care. I'll kill a bunch of people for this, yeah. or I'll do this. Hey, Satan, I need, a, I need a quick couple dimes. What are we going to yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what deal do I have to make? Like, yeah, like the type of dude that, like, hopes their bookie disappears yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, he's going on that trip. I hope I don't see him for a while. I told the story before. It happened to me before. I got off really? once when I was younger. Yeah. It was only, like, 2300 bucks. But, uh, yeah, the guy just vanished. My luck's the opposite way, Gabe. I hit, a, I hit like an 18-game parlay with this guy, Styro, Steve, that I used to live with. The minute I, we got, he, he bolted down. He just left. <laughs> he left. He, and, then, and then the bookie called me. He's like, you, you were the guy who vouched for him. Uh, he's, uh, he's a little bit short. I lived in Montreal when Greece won the, the Euro championship. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, a bunch of bookies disappeared after. They couldn't pay. Yeah, it happened after the many uh, like the Greece Super Bowls. Greece, too. Greece were eighty to one. Yeah, they're eighty to one. They were as high as one hundred and twenty to one, but generally it was about eighty to one, and they won. And there's a lot of Greek people in Montreal, yeah. and they go back a hundred, two hundred just for all, jokes. They all bet with their heart, yep. like right. They all just put a hundred bucks down and stuff. They all won like eighty thousand dollars, and you know, like eight thousand, eighteen thousand. Like yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like there was a story of one bookie, one guy, like he. I think he lost like four hundred thousand dollars. Guy was just a small street book. Yeah, you know he didn't think he was laughing at the time when all these dumb yeah. Greeks were dropping a hundred and two hundred bucks on Greece to win the yeah, tournament. Not laughing in the final game though. He should have. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're if you're a bookie in that situation in the final game, just you have to. You can't take that risk. I know, but you know the final game was against Portugal. I know, and it was in Portugal. Yes. And Greece already beat Portugal like a week earlier. <laughs> so people thought there's no way in hell they're going to beat them again. <laughs> but they did. Like, <laughs> Portugal were big favorites yeah. in the game. That's the thing. You'd have That's to why, win. like, when Portugal yeah. won finally, it was such a big deal. Like, Portugal had been close a few times and met, like, with heartbreak. Like, they lost the damn Euro in Portugal to Greece, who yeah. were 80-1. Like, <laughs> it was yeah. kind of Not like. cool. No, <laughs> like, they were, they were blamed for it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, it was like, Greece suck and they beat you guys. Like. <laughs> But honestly, that Greece team was pretty good. Hey, man, they yeah, really yeah. battled that tournament. Yeah, they didn't have a shot on goal, I think, in the game yeah. they won. They just got it done. I think they had one shot on goal in the entire game, and it went in. <laughs> Seriously. That's like, amazing. I think they, they got outshot like 14-1 or something <laughs> stupid. Like, like, they were lucky as hell. But, yeah, yeah, bookies disappeared. I told the story. It happened to me with stupid Tom Brady and the Patriots against the Rams in the Super Bowl. Like 2003. Oh, yeah. I remember that Super Bowl. 2002. Whatever. Yeah, 2002. And um, I was at a party the night before the Super Bowl. And all these dudes, they like, weren't really big sports fans or anything. They were more in the music scene. And I was at this after-hours party. And they're like, oh, it's the Super Bowl tomorrow. And uh, they all worked at, like, a show that night. They all had money. And it was payday. They got paid? Yeah. So they were all <laughs> busting out $100 bills. You know, like four or five of them came up to me. Started with one and another dude. And they all, one guy was like, put 100 bucks on the Patriots for me in the Super Bowl. Like uh, with, a, with a bookie type thing, right? Weren't they plus 13 and a half to the Rams? Yeah. Yep. It was 14 point underdog. Yeah. And I said, what, plus the points you want? They're like, no, 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 money line, money line. So I said, all right. And then somebody else saw, like his buddy, he's like, yeah, yeah, put, uh, put 100 for me too. And he gave me 100 bucks, like in advance. They all paid me, right? <laughs> nice. I ended up taking, like, five or six bets at this stupid party. And, like, I just started drinking and laughing. I was like, man, this is great. It's going to be a great weekend. I just made 600 bucks already. I didn't even do anything. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, there's no way in hell. And I was like, there's no way in hell that the, the Patriots are beating this team. So I didn't place the bet. I didn't place any of their bets. Oh, just ate the action. Oh, I boy. ate the action. And, uh, yeah, then panic started to settle oh, in, big dude. Time. You're watching that. You go, what the hell's going on here? You know, it was crazy. It was like my third. Uh, it was like uh, it was like my third radio show in my career, too. Like I started that playoffs. Yeah. January the 6th, 2002. It's like I remember like Brady coming in the playoff. Yeah. I remember like the thing. So that was my first experience on the radio. Walking in in devastating shock and just lost like a shitload of money. <laughs> 
like so those guys, and those guys are looking for you that too. Was, that right? was my first like experience <laughs> yeah. of like the Super Bowl was over, and I was yeah. like, wow. I gotta go to the radio station and talk about this now. I just yeah. lost. Like this is terrible. Like <laughs> basically, yeah, the money line was like plus seven hundred. Oh, it was right? it was stupid. I think it was plus six fifty or yeah, plus five fifty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, I think it was plus high five. High, it was high yeah. fives. Yeah, four seventy five, five fifty. Whatever. Back they were a little bit higher, but yeah. not too high. Because basically, yeah, it was yeah, like three thousand dollars. I lost yeah. basically in that range, just with my yeah. friends. Not to mention, I laid the points. Oh God! Right. The only thing I did do. Is I did bail at the half. Yeah, you don't want to deal. I had no choice. You're like this is not going to end well. I had no choice. Like uh, I bailed at the half. I remember I put like twelve. I you know I I put whatever I could. I was like I don't have a choice. I'm going down here. Like this is. But in my mind, in my mind, I was like, all right, they're not covering, but they're going to win the game. Yeah, they're going to come back and win the game. And you know what's crazy? They nearly did. They did. Like they were down seventeen nothing. Yep. And they came back. They tied it. Vinatieri had to hit, they hit that kick for them to win. Son of a bitch, Vinatieri hit the kick. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was a good Super Bowl. For like, me. People don't realize that. Like the that Patriots have been so freaking lucky in some of their Super Bowls. Not to mention they cheated in that one. Oh yeah, that's uh, well, the Super the, Bowl where they had the Rams uh, play, had, plays had, for like the. They the had the series. script. They yeah. had the first thirty plays of the game, basically, which was essentially the first half. Yeah. And if you notice in the second half, suddenly the Rams started to tear them apart yeah. because the, 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 the Pats didn't know. Exactly. Now, it's sort of on the Rams for not figuring out that they, they knew what you were doing. Yeah. If, you, if somebody has your signs, you have to have other signs to negate those. No one really knows. Right? No one really knows. I think somebody left something behind and somebody on the Patriots snagged it. There's other people that say that the Patriots, like uh, – disguise themselves and stuff. At and the like, practice? Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. There's Super Bowl. There's a lot of people around, right? There's yeah. maintenance and whatever. That, yeah. yeah, you could send in some joker as a Patriot spy. You pretend, How you're, you you're know? pretend you're maintenance. God. You put some overalls on. Say you're even like a low-end low end media member and somebody approached you and said, what are they doing in this practice? Yeah, you could, fil- not, you could film it. This stuff's not rocket science. Yeah, but I, I, I was in the belief that they actually physically had a piece of paper, actually, that was like the script. Like, yeah, so the guy the guy forgets his bag yeah. with, with, with the plays. But the Rams, the Rams did figure it out. I mean, it's not an urban legend. I mean, basically, I guess Kurt Warner said something at the line of scrimmage. He said, all right, we're change it. And he started changing yeah. stuff in the second quarter a bit because they, it was, um, was uh, Tory Holt. It basically was saying that they were rammed to break in the huddle, and they already knew where he was going. The Patriots yeah. were waiting, like they were already lined up. <laughs> and then he started to clue in. It's a little different than like the Cowboys, who were just so predictable that the Eagle players were doing that. But the Eagle players were laughing about it yeah. and like saying it out loud. They were like, "Man, you guys are so predictable," and they were calling the play, and they, you know, and they were laughing. They were saying to Des, "You'll never get open, man. We know what you're doing." Like they told him before, "We know what you're doing." It's no secret. You guys run the same play every time, right? So they knew. The Rams was different. Like, you know, it's a Super Bowl. It's clandestine. The Patriots didn't want to let the Rams know that they knew, right? It was Exactly. Hush, hush. (laughs) I can't believe. Like, imagine you work with a team and you actually left – like your glossy paper behind and do 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 guy in the picture. It happens. Hey, how you doing? Oh my God! I just found the first thirty Rams plays for the Super Bowl. It happens. Like that. That's that's fireball fat. There's like, college kids. They yeah. lose their playbooks all the oh, time, man. man. They just bro, they bring them to the oh, lost it at the library at the bus yeah. stop. I wouldn't want to have to be the one to tell Jim Harbaugh I lost the playbook. No, that would go over. Yeah, really well. where's your playbook? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I left it on the go train. Yeah. What? Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, yeah, that stuff top secret, right? Yeah. Like, uh, we wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't go down well, man. Yeah, Ohio State fan finds the book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people pay big money for that, too. Damn right you would. Think about how many plays are in the playbook. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. I bet there's plays of plays, derivative. Like, you it's know, just it's, you it's know, a well, Bible of football plays. Belichick, though, really, he cheats, but he... He doesn't really do crazy, you know what I mean? Like, he's kind of obvious about yeah. it. He doesn't do things that hasn't been done before. We'll put it that way. He just does them all. Like, he actually, like, he he he, he sees every angle. Damn right he does. Like, uh, I heard Belichick, actually, which is actually pretty smart. I, I do the same thing. Belichick hired a lip reader. Very smart. Yeah, and he told the lip reader, go through everything and tell yeah. me what they're saying. Brilliant. Like that's, that's just brilliant. That's, that's just smart. That that's that's that, not cheating. That's using that's your IQ. Exactly. I want to see what they're actually saying. What are they? What are they talking about? And it gives them a little key to know next time what they're talking about. Brilliant. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Game Time Decisions, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci. Alongside Camp Stewart. So far, so good. We're fighting yep. for the storm. I'm just hoping our planes aren't delayed. Every time there's a stupid storm here, uh, planes are delayed all the time. You said it, and they're really bad about it now. It could be like even just a little bit of drizzle. No, no, no. But before it used to have to be pretty bad. Now they're like, nah, we're not taking any chances. Uh, we see on uh, Twitter here, T-Bone says, uh, ugly weather in Denver. If you're thinking about betting on the Rockies game, windy and rain on the way. I guess it's uh, nasty everywhere. Yep. Except uh, in Las Vegas, where we will be actually uh, tomorrow night. I was going to say in 48 hours. but uh, oh, you Tomorrow night. We'll be there tomorrow night. Although we'll be getting in late uh, tomorrow night. You know, we'll be uh, rocking on Thursday. Uh, Friday, of course, IFBC, sportsbookreview.com, sponsoring uh, the IFBC International Football Betting Conference. Last year was in Costa Rica. And uh, we spoke this year. It's in Vegas, and, and we're speaking. Uh, as is Big Man on Campus, a.k.a. Jeff Nadu on Twitter, who will also be in Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Big Man? How you hey, doing, Big, Big Man? man. Right, we'll get, uh, we'll no, get Big we'll, Man back we will. here. We will. What time, uh, I was going to say, Gabe, uh, when you go to the Nugget on Friday, when does that, when's that conference, when's that open bar thing go down? <laughs> Just trying to plan my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a winner. I think you have to be, you have to be a worker. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like a guest. A, I, I think don't it's know. at like 4 o'clock. What, in the afternoon? Oh, that's yeah. going to get real ugly. Or, no, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's like 6 to 7 local. Yeah. Or four, 5 to 7 local. I don't know. Friday, Friday evening. Friday evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fr- 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 Friday evening at the Golden Nugget. Well, drinks are pretty cheap to begin with in Vegas, right? Good point. <laughs> You're not going to break the bank. You're staying at the El Cortez camp. Like, how much is a drink at the El Cortez? Not very much. Dollar. I guess you get they, they have the $2 dogs. 
and the beers there still, old school. All right, let's bring – we got big man here. What's going on, big man? Hey, guys, how are you? Pretty good, big man. So a uh, big man also uh, has a room at the El Cortez camp. Does he really? Yeah. Awesome. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> wow, I really fell for that one, eh? I'm, I'm the only guy who stays at the El Cortez. Let me tell you something, Sam. <laughs> and Gabe knows this. When it comes to living arrangements, I actually I actually hate that I have to stay in a hotel for three days. I'm worried and sick about that because I am not a hotel person. I don't do hotels. I don't do unknown living arrangements. I don't know what's going to be in that place. I need to clean it when I get there. I got all my – actually, you know, guys, listen to this. This is how beautiful is this. I got a broad, right? She lives out in Vegas. I know her. I'm going to have her go to the CVS for me before I get there. And then when I get there, she's going to come to my room and give me everything that I had to her buy. Like all my wa- body wash, all my stuff. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. So, all my body wash at the why don't CVS. You, why don't you, uh, you get her to disinfect the hotel room, yeah. too? Well, I'm going to, and that's what, that's why she's coming. She's going to come over, and then, you know, you know, she's a cute, cute girl. We'll probably have, you know, I'll have her around the weekend, and then uh, and she'll help me out. You know, she lives in Vegas. She can help me out. The most, uh, people don't realize this, the dirtiest thing, what do you think the dirtiest thing in a hotel room is, Kim? In Vegas? In any hotel room anywhere. The bathtub. The, thing that's the, the thing that has the most germs on it. Yeah, carpet's a good guess. The remote control. Oh, yeah, greasy controller. Yeah, the good. remote control because everybody touches the remote control and they don't clean the remote control. Great call. They actually they actually clean the sheets. They rip off the sheets. Oh, yeah, they actually, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. carpet it exactly. and whatever. They don't wash the remote control. So the remote good control point. actually is just germ. Just, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of bad hands have touched those buttons. Yeah, yeah, Hooker's sure. hands, yeah. John's hands. hands. You've actually inspired crackheads me hands. Crackheads. Crack, like, think of the hands. Killer's hands. Killer's hands. Yeah, yeah, a lot murder, of hands. Murderer's hands. At my hotel, for sure. Yeah, like I said, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, get, get, You're using uh, a remote at Mandalay. You got Paddock's fingerprints <laughs> on your hand. <laughs> you, I, I, now I'm going to clean it. I, I'm glad you told me about that. I'm no, I'm dead serious. That's a great call. I'm dead serious. I thought about it's that. It's the one thing um, I've been around. The other thing is the door handle. If you're really a clean well, freak, wash the door handle on the inside and the outside of your room. Let me and, then, and then the remote control. You know what they say the other thing is, Gabe, now? Phones. Oh, People's the phones phone. are also they, bad. No, yes, they yes. actually have, they have a place now where you can go, like, clean I your... I never use those no, it's, Yeah, no, but don't they it. have that hospital? There's a guy that I know. He goes there twice no, a, a week point. to disinfect his phone because they have a special disinfect machine. That's there. a good point. Yeah, they yeah, get yeah, crazy. The phones. They're bad. The other thing is, too, is um, they wash... The comforter less than the sheets. I don't use the comforter anyway. So people like lie on top. I've done it before. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even want to get on the sheets. Yeah. I just I, I, I no, stay on top. That's actually a worse move. The comforter is actually, yeah, they don't you wash that as you much. Get under the sheets. They've been washed. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, I should big, get them. Big man is right. Big man. Big man's a germ, germaphobe. Yeah, no, but know. you're right. Like if know. you wouldn't want to do like the black light in somebody's rooms. Like I wouldn't want to see a black light on the carpet at the El Cortez camp. Great point. Like, yeah, like, it's, like, like, like it's, CSI. Dude, that'd be blood and, like, semen and, like, <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be, like, some stuff there, okay. bro. The El Cortez still has wood paneling. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, basically, when I when I go there, it's, like, going back to 1970. But my girlfriend, like, most chicks would be, like, I want to stay at the Mandalay Bay and whatever. She likes it there because I don't know what it is. It's just, it's fine. It's we don't, we're not, You're never sleeping anyway. 
you're gambling, you're partying, you take a nap. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I think the good thing about Gold Nugget is I've, I've done uh, strong reporting on this hotel, and from what I've found, uh, it was renovated quite recently, so I'm looking yep. forward to that. Actually. The, the Golden it's the best nice hotel on Fremont, hands down. Yeah, it's and nice. I put the time probably number came, two. Gable, Gable, tell you, I actually asked SBR if I could um, move up to a suite. I'd pay extra, and they told me no. So I, I'm kind of uh, concerned. I, I wanted a sweet, but they wouldn't give me it. So. Now I gotta, now I gotta hang around uh, you know, in the regular room. Yeah, regular room. You know it's gonna be crazy too. You. Uh, your your room's gonna be right next to like uh, Millhouse oh. Row. Watch. Oh no, no, no. I, I'm gonna make. I'll I'll demand that it's not. <laughs> I'm a presenter. I should get some sort of uh, no smoking room. Court for sure. Last, oh, smoking is out. If it says smoking, I'll go to the wind. I'm, I'm, last I'm uh, last year, Johnny Manziel was in the hotel room next to me. <laughs> oh, he was your neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm sure that was interesting. Yeah, I ran into him in the hallway at like 4 in the morning. I wouldn't mind seeing that girlfriend of his. On he asked place. me if I was all right. You know, you're yes, you, were, yeah. you were all right. He did. That's amazing. I remember, I swear to God, I remember Johnny Manziel because I, you know, I saw him earlier tonight, so he knew who I was. And, Saw me. I'm like, hey, what's up, Johnny? He goes, you all right, man? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm good. I'm stumbling. <laughs> I stumbling back to my room like five in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, no Johnny Manziel. This year is Jim Fossil. Jim Fossil? A little more. Not, little yeah, little not, less. Uh, yeah, not less uh, controversial. I was I was sure. hoping for, like, someone a little, you know. What, younger? LeVar no, Ball, maybe, or something? Controversial. Oh, yeah, controversial. Yeah, yeah. Like LeVar Ball. Or, yeah. yeah, someone crazy. Yeah, Jim Fossil is kind of like he still does like the football radio shows and stuff like that. Yeah, X's and O's. Jim, like yeah, still, Jim Fossil. Perspective though, it's probably he'll probably have a lot of good stuff. Like, we'll be busting out some stories. Sure. sure. Yeah, I don't know. You better give us some wind tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody, Jim Fossil. Yeah, like hey, Jim coach, Fossil like, here. I got I got some tips. Coach, like yeah, uh, coach. over under Giants six wins. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, well, I'd be more inclined to listen to you, Gabe, on that than uh, than him. Like, does he know? Like, he's around a bunch of gamblers. Like, like I would think. <laughs> it's a good question. Who's interviewing him? Uh, he's you. part of the. Uh, I told you he's part of like the uh, older Capper crew, like uh, oh, yeah. Mark Lawrence and those guys. So he's with why them. they separate you guys in groups and stuff like that? Is that how it goes? Yeah, different, 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 different panels. Like we're all with different panels. The Gabe's with. Uh, Donnie and a couple others, and I'm with like Joe Lisi and, and Peter Loshak and uh, Drew Martin. Oh, oh, yeah, you're with Lisi, Loshak, and Martin. That's you're your crew, Marissa. They added, they added Loshak on there, so now it's Lisi, Loshak, and then me. If you really want to get Loshak going, ask him what a unit is for it. Oh, I will. Uh, I've known Loshak for years. I have some good things to get him going. And I'm actually, I actually have something in the arsenal. For, I got him during the Super Bowl like that. He really got like rattled. Like, oh, he gets, what, for his units? Well, it was live in game, right? So yeah. we're giving bets. And uh, he goes, all right, guys, just uh, just a half unit on this one, you know, next quarter or whatever. So I said, what does that mean? He said, what, what's a half unit? I said, what's a unit? Like that, you know? Everybody's got different units. Yeah, and I said, I don't need to know exact, but ballpark. And he goes, well, it's kind of personal. And I said, well, he's I, just actually, told, I just told you I put 400 bucks on this. So for me, my, he's actually last divulged what his unit is uh, on before he told me before. And he's actually said it on the air also. No, no, he's I know. It's just it's very small, yeah. the unit. Right. But no, it was the Super Bowl. So it's a little bit different. Right. But I wasn't sure, going to sure. bust his balls about the size of it. 
It wasn't bad. It was just funny that he got him going. He no, he just got so defensive so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah. (laughs) Well, I actually have something for your boy Lisi too. I got something in my arsenal for him too. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to having some fun. Yeah, Lisi. uh, Lisi gets rattled too, though. So. (laughs) Yeah. Well, nothing personal. It's just a prediction you made. I'm gonna. Sounds like a lot of people get rattled. I'm on the panel with uh, Kelly in Vegas. Oh yeah, so the, the proxy turned. Uh, she's a gambler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, they pretty much put me with like the hustler panel. Like, yeah. Kelly in Vegas, dude named Whale Capper. Whale Capper. And Donnie Wrightside. Whale Good Capper's handle. actually. Uh, he's a great guy. He's really smart. Young kid. He's he's pretty he's pretty good. He does some podcasts. He's a good guy actually. He's a uh, he's a good gambler too. You have a good group there. That's uh that's a pretty solid group of people. Yeah, we're the last group up. <laughs> yeah, you got to end it hard, you know. We're the, we're the last ones up. So here's uh, here's a warning here. So just for the record, this is pretty good for people going. This is nice to know. I will not be betting with uh, Cantor Gaming when I'm there. And mm. you should note, Cantor Gaming um, operates the sports books at the M. The Hard Rock, yep. the Tropicana, the Cosmopolitan, the Venetian, the Palms, and the Silverton. Get this. The Nevada Gaming Commission is considering revoking the license of CG uh, Technologies and levying a $250,000 fine against them. It is unknown what would happen to all pending wagers made at their sports Give place. me a break. Yeah. Oh, no. It's void. They're called voided bets if you go under. Like. It's ridiculous, this. So, basically, the Nevada State Gaming Commission wants to shut them down. 17-page complaint. 17-page complaint. This goes back to when I lived there. Sorry, yeah. big man, but this goes back when so I lived there. So these guys there. aren't paying out? In or? 2014, the company was fined an industry record $5.5 million for allowing one of the company's key executives to run an illegal sports betting operation. That was out of the M. Yeah. So the sports Jeez. book director was taking bets on the phone for, like, half a mil, and, like, they were running a what book. He had his own. Unbelievable. On Vegas Gabe, property. I've seen a video, and this was this circulated on the internet a while, a couple years ago. Floyd Mayweather, the M was his book of yeah. choice, if, if, yeah, if yeah. you know, and he was betting big wagers in there. So it might have might have been involved him. But Gil Alexander gave uh, works at Vison. He did a uh, he had a, a I just actually found it. It was a couple months ago during the NFL draft. He had a little rant he went on about. He made some draft props at William Hill, and all the props came in, and they 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 didn't want to pay him. They basically told him like the bets are voided. He took it all the way insane. to like the. I know he had he to took, go to the game. He took it all the way to the owner, and, and they ended up paying it out. But yeah, because they they were going to get threatened to lose their license. Like these Vegas books, like pretty shady, man. That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. like listen, <laughs> let me go on. Yeah. So the Cantor, so listen. And the only thing is, they said they didn't know, but they did know. And like we said, every every everyone freaking knew in Vegas they were taking bets over at DM in the back room. Okay, so. That was that. They got nailed for that. So they were ordered to pay $1.5 million fine and establish an escrow account to pay bettors who receive lower payments. So get this. Then they secretly, and, you know, people aren't going to realize this, big man. So when you go to the window, all right, you bet on the Dodgers game. You're supposed to get back $169 on your $100 bet. Whatever. They gave you $167.80. Like, they purposely shaved off money. Like, they purpose, like, you know, like corner stores. Oh, sorry, I gave you 30 cents less. Yeah. And they do it to everyone, and it adds up, like, to thousands of dollars a month. Same sure. crap. This is a sports book actually lowering the payouts to people. They got caught doing this. The thing is, Cantor Gaming, like, Cantor is like a Wall Street company. Yeah. 
But that's why I like Wall Street. Like, it's, it's no, unbelievable, it these comebacks. No, it is, Marancy. There's some companies and, and things in Vegas, they, they talk about, like, their product and their stuff as, like, woo, it's from Vegas, and it's so big. Big deal. We, me and you, we got like a million sports books. You got offshores, you got whatever. I got to be honest with you. When I go down there a lot of the time, I'm not getting the best of the number. Like, you know, that's why, that's why you got to shop around. Here it is. And let uh, me tell you something. The, the, offshore, the, uh, the, the local bookmaker is never going away because they have such an advantage. Yeah, because you might not get, well, Yeah, but you're going to get a credit. You're going to get, you know, you don't got to deal with that crap all the time. I mean, I get better lines half the time on locals. Yeah, so this yeah. is Cantor. And, you know, the thing with Cantor is, you know, this goes back to 2014. It's just been constant with them. Even now, it's just, you know, one problem after another. And it's always just trying to sort of screw people. They're actually, uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission is uh, calling them a black book right now. Wow. Mm, like, they're they're basically one step from being closed. Yeah. Like they're sure. they're not closed yet, but they're basically they're on they're on like desk door yeah, for closing. They're like they they're gonna have to you know, and I don't really think they can save themselves. I don't think they can save their reputation. No, nope. uh, anyways, uh, right now out of this. So um, on the other side, actually, we've got a couple of minutes, so we'll jump in here right now. So of course you have the Las Vegas Super Contest, right? Mm-hmm. So the Las Vegas Super Contest is is the uh, that's the big one. It's over a million dollars uh, to the winner. Uh, last year, they had 2,748 entries, $1.3 million grand prize. Wow. He won seven, the winner last year, 58, 22, and 5. That was his record, 72.5%. You know, the year we won, we finished in 8th place, we won 54 games. What year? It was the other year that Barista from Starbucks Bucks won just went in the betting the Patriots game when they're covering as big faves all the time. Remember that kid? Yeah, he won like seventy yeah. percent of the time too. Wow, they're saying there's going to be probably thirty five hundred people this year in the it's contest. Getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's becoming more annoying. It is. You got to come in the top fifty is, to get paid. Yeah, it makes it a lot diff- more difficult to win. It. All right, so this year they're going to expand it to the top hundred instead of the top fifty. It's, hmm. Except now, the grand prize is going to be like $1.7 million or something. Like right. It's life-changing money if you oh, win. Oh, for sure. Like You're a millionaire if you win this now. And uh, as Jay Cornegay says, the top prize is now a life-changing number. <laughs> We've structured it so that the last place uh, will get paid more than the entry fee. Yeah, we should hope so. Yeah, you think? <laughs> uh, the inaugural. Okay, so this is the other one. Mike Cardano was asking about this one. And I told him, listen, bro, I'm not that much of a high roller. Uh, the inaugural Super Contest Gold. What do you think of this one, Ken? It's a Super Contest at the Westgate. Yep, five thousand dollar entry. That's a se- so that's a, that's the separate contest. Yeah, it's called Super Contest Gold. Gold. Yeah, for for premium for real high rollers. Yeah, they got nine ninety four people last year. What's that one? So they paid four hundred and seventy thousand dollars. I'd rather try to just win the one point seven million for fifteen hundred, but. Yeah, better chance, put, better chance with them though. Less, yeah, less participants. Yeah, and it's like Brent Musburger yeah. was one of them. I think Teddy Covers had an entry with another guy in here. Uh, we'll we'll run through some of the other contests. There's one actually I think we'll all enjoy. It's uh, the college football five hundred dollar yeah. entry. You just pick college football games every week. Game time decisions. That's continues. what I'm doing. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, don't forget, get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit, it's a full season package. It takes you from draft day to championship week. It features in-depth analysis, some of your favorite uh, FNTSY sports radio experts. Go to rotoexperts.com, use code WINNER, get 10% off on the Exclusive Edge Package. Set aside a spot on the mantle for that 2018 championship uh trophy and we told you about this uh yesterday the uh, dailyroto.com sweat sweat sounds like a uh like a um, cologne or a perfume yeah sweat daily roto sweat <laughs> show a picture of the jeremy beach. stein yeah. with a big big novelty check <laughs> sweat uh smell like success uh daily this is really cool though guys this is really really cool DailyRoto.com is putting more than $25,000 cash on its line, on the line for its subscribers this NFL season. So uh, basically, uh, SportsGrid CEO Jeremy Stein, one of the only men to have won a separate million-dollar DFS uh, prizes, is going to uh, submit an NFL DFS lineup on a weekly basis. And like high-roll stuff, though, you know, $500 entries, yeah. $1,000 entries, et cetera, for the big boys. And uh, somebody's going to be lucky enough to uh, just be along for the ride and split the profits. So you're going to be riding with one of the best fantasy guys in the business. And it's not even your money. You get 50% yeah. of the take. It's pretty good. Sounds it's amazing. like Joe Pesci. F you pay me. <laughs> no, no, I thought you were taking the points. No, I was laying. I was laying. <laughs> Each week we'll select lucky subscribers to sweat it out and split 50% of the profits. No profits uh, that week. No worries. Your name gets tossed back into the hat the following week. Head over to dailyroto.com slash sweat and learn how to get in on the action and your share of $25,000 of action. It's dailyroto.com slash sweat. All right. We're a big man on campus talking about somebody's Vegas contest. So we're entering the super contest and uh, the uh, Daily Roto uh, computers, Sports Rage versus the machine. Uh, the, the machine is going to be entering the... The Super Contest nice. as well. She's got picks. So we're going to have a lot of Super Contest talk on the network uh, this year uh, to break down. Now we were just talking about the uh, the Super Contest gold. That's uh, $5,000 uh, to enter. They had 94 people in that one last year. There's 37 people um, entered as of today right now. And uh, the Westgate, Jake Cornegay says that's actually twice as many as they had last year at the exact same time. All right, so let's get into some of the other contests uh, here. The Ultimate Football Challenge, which contestants pick seven. So this one's from the Golden Nugget. This one's a little bit more complicated, uh, big man. And it sounds cool, but it's actually pretty annoying. So basically, it's the Ultimate Football Challenge. Contestants pick seven college and or NFL sides against the spread in the NFL season. And then when the NFL season, uh, you know, you go through the college, but then it continues through with the NFL. But then they take, like, the top 16 players 
and then you go into like a March Madness bracket. Oh, uh, so basically, well, I, I want to get I want to get paid if I had a good season. Yeah, but right? the thing How is, if you that? yeah, but it's two thousand dollars standard. And the, people don't like this one, big man, because if you have one bad week, like you're losing control. Like you're going head to head against Warren Sharp, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like Paul Bovey made it to the damn finals in this, and he went like one and six in the final week, and he lost. And he, so he he won and he got through the brackets yeah. to the finals yeah, and lost he ended up the final one game. And six and like wow. yeah, that's pretty impressive by Bovey going that far though. And you know what? He went two and five, and he, he went one and six, and the other guy went two and five, and he ended up losing. Oh my god! Yeah, like wow. the super contest, you have a bad week and just sort yeah. of shake it off. You, yeah, you have a couple wicked weeks. Wait, so that, dude, that, it's not like a it's not like a collective thing at the end of the year. No, like so like. No. Yeah. Okay, no, you know what I'm seeing here, actually? He eliminated the bracket format in totals. All right. He eliminated uh-huh. the bracket. Contestants can now choose every college game on the board. They said they're expecting 300 entries. Okay, so there's no more brackets anymore. That's $2,000 to enter. Now, this is the fun one that I think I'm going to get in on this one this year, as well as the Super Contest. This is William Hill. Uh, the Will Hill Sportsbook offers the whole, only high-end college football contest in, its, in town. $500 entry. Only. Nice, yeah. Good, good $500 price. entry. College pick them. Contestants select seven college football games a week against the spread from a menu of 25 games. So they'll give you basically the top 25, yeah. essentially. You know what I mean? And, you know, you're, you, you, get to, you have to pick seven games. Top 10, uh, top 10, top 10 gets paid. Those are the, uh, those are the, I like that yeah. one. There's a Stations Casino one. Uh, survivor, but I don't think they do proxy. I think that one you actually have to go in yourself and, and play every week. These other ones you can have a proxy to uh, to enter for you. Good business, the proxy business. They're doing uh, quite well if these contests keep on uh, getting more people too. Yeah, we're entering the. Uh, oh yeah, look. I How remember much money those proxies make you think. Well, I remember Ve- Vegas Maddie when I lived in Vegas. Yeah, that's who my guy was too. You hooked me up with him. I remember he used to have about thirty people. And he was charging uh, two hundred bucks. Yeah, two, so, I thought it was three hundred a pop. So yeah. now it's three hundred. Yeah, but yeah. in the old days, so he's making about six thousand. Nice. Now he's charges three hundred. Yep. You know how many uh, customers he has? How many? I don't know, like five hundred and fifty. Oh God. Oof. Wow. Guy's making. He's making about two hundred thousand dollars a year to put other people's picks, picks in. Nice business. Yeah, you're an inf- you're basically an information like you're just you're just loading in numbers. Yeah. And and he's, he's reliable. Okay. He's the best one out. He is reli- reliable. But yeah, what a, what a, what a, what a good thing he's got going on. You, you said it, man. Wow. What's that, big man? You know, Gabe, I'm gonna be seeing my father uh, before I go to Vegas. I'm gonna be at the shore for a few days, and you know, I'm gonna sit him down. I'm gonna say, listen, Dad, I have an idea. I want I want to know what your thoughts are on this. I was thinking we could go halves on the Super Contest Gold, and uh, you know, I could try to sell as like an investment. You know, maybe he'll. Pony up. So I'm thinking about yeah, it. He'll, fund, he'll, he'll, he'll fund it. Yeah. Your dad's going to give yeah, you 2500 Wow. I'm hoping. I'm going to try to do that. I'm doing the 500 on my own. I'm definitely doing that one. But I'm going to go to him and be like, hey, let's, it's investment. Let's, uh, let's put the info to work. Well, there's uh, going to be, listen. It's, it's hard to get twenty five hundred from a Scottish dad, Gabe. He's like, put sixty bucks in the car. You owe me sixty bucks. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I just took it for an oil change. My father, may he rest in peace. <laughs> My dad's the best. My father, may he rest in peace. He was a hustler, and um, he saw me winning once all year in the NFL, and he came to me. I knew it was going to end poorly too, right? It was a lot of pressure. He came to me, and he basically said, "Look, 
here's like $5,000. And uh, he goes, just bet it. Don't don't go crazy on it or anything. But, you know, turn a profit for me if you can. And I did for like two, three months, man. It was a good but, investment for your father. You get yeah, to give him some evidence. Some you dividends. know, these things never eventually. No, yeah, we're like, going to have that week. Hey, yeah. what's going on here? Where's the money? Yeah, and it was causing friction, like, in a yeah. relationship. Like, most dads aren't calling you to yell at you. What the F's going on right. with the San Antonio Spurs? You said the Spurs were going to win. <laughs> I was like, dude. I said, Dad, listen, I don't, you know, I'm doing my best here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he knew he knew nothing about That's sports. The just make my, turn, like, my, turn my five into the hell. Yeah, what the hell is this? <laughs> He's the bitch. Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, man. He, we had a few ski, schemes, actually, me and my father. <laughs> schemes. Yeah. <laughs> we had a few. So I, I like to hear your I like to hear your scheme. You're gonna go to the old man, Dad. Here's a super contest. You just gotta tell him, listen, I can beat Brett Musburger at picks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I told it. That's what I'm gonna tell him. I say, listen, Dad. I mean. Look, look at it like this. We only have like 60 or 70 people in this. I mean, the probability is there. I mean, some of these old old money guys, like they don't know anything about sports. I mean, I'm a young phenom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat these guys up. And I'm thinking he'll maybe look at it as like an investment. So, I mean, he'll get a cut. I mean, he, uh, you know. He owes me. I mean, come on. The, the super contest. He owes you the super contest. Well, yeah, Gabe, listen. Let me Cheaper. tell you one thing. 1500 I have a brother and a sister. Now, both of those – pricks went to college and they spent 40 50k on college i didn't go to college so i didn't cost my dad anything he so owes is, yeah it's a good point big man if your dad floated for, for their funds this is your college yeah, you get this you get your, dimes yep this they went to temple they went to all these different places they went to my sister you know, had mba she did all this stuff and i don't know i didn't i have i bought everything you don't pay nothing where's, for me where's, where's lou my own at I, I know cardano's tuning in right now good point because, uh, get him involved yeah it. come on lou you got, you got, you know, Luke, he, Luke can enter a lot of contests. You know what we could do, though? The problem is, listen, we're going to be in a hotel room full of a lot of gamblers, right? People are already trying to pair up and, oh, let's do a super contest team and stuff. But those guys don't realize then, you know, then they're going to argue about who makes the picks and all that type of stuff. When we went, when we went to the super contest, Marenzi, we, we went out of the gate four and one, four and one, four and one, and everything was going great. You know, see, you're at the top, and then all of a sudden, Everything changed. Guys got more, like, as, as things got successful, got more chimed in. Guys who had a fist fight with the other guy, we fell apart. Like, I, I'm with you. Like, you want to do it's with a team. It's very hard to have a team. It is very difficult. That's the bottom line. And every year I say cool the same thing, big man. I'm like, I'm not doing the team at all because I'm yeah. not dealing with these idiots this year. Like, yeah, last year, like, it happens. Like, I've hung up on good friends and yeah. stuff. I'm like, it you know, it turns. crazy after a while. But, dude, when we won the money, man, like, yep. I, we were hanging up on each other every week. Like, the last four weeks, there was high pressure. It was like, F you. You always make, oh, yeah, you're never yeah. wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One of those. Yeah. I remember actually telling two dudes to F off on the last week that we won because they both wanted to take the Detroit Lions on the road at the Chicago Bears. I said, really? Like, really? We're risking $105,000 on the Detroit the Lions? Lions on the road, man. I was like, whatever. I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the and then, Just hang up. Oh, yeah. And then, like, uh... And then, like, uh, I'm the one that submits the picks. So then they turn. They're like, whatever, F you, Marenzi. If you think you know better, you put him in. Yep. And then I became all nice. I was like, no, no, we'll go with the Lions, and whatever happens, happens. And the Lions won. Good. Yeah. See, it was so, good. that's yeah, good exactly, karma. Exactly. You, you got together after the argument. It was basically like, all right. I didn't have anything better to replace you with, so I was like, I'll just, all right. But – We've been good. Like, we've been in the contest for years, and it hasn't been friction all the time. Is it 1,500? Yeah, it's 1,500. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Plus the plus the proxy. Plus, so the proxy is going to be three hundred now. So, um, so uh, big man, uh, we've got um, we've got uh, we got some stuff to bet on this weekend. Have you yep. taken a look at the board? EPL. So we got everything. It's there's there's no NFL regular season, but we have college football, football. regular season. Yep. UFC. We have, we have UFC. There's horse racing. Horse racing. Traverse Stakes. CFL, NFL preseason, MLS soccer, it's like rivalry day. Montreal Impact, Toronto uh, TFC, um, a bunch of other rivalries are playing in MLS on Saturday. Yeah, LA, man, that's going to be crazy in Vegas, bro. All the West Coast guys, like, there'll be some action on that game. A lot of California. In the casino, yeah, yeah. They'll have that game on the casino for sure, dude, the MLS game. You know, we got a little bit of everything to bet on this week. Have you already taken a look at uh, some of the games in EPL? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the card. I mean, obviously out there it's going to be very early to watch those games. I mean, at you know, 4:30 in the morning, the first one comes on. So, uh, well, you yeah, gotta I basically, mean, I'm, uh, I don't that's know. That's the one you got to plow through the night. No, no, you're either not going to bed. No, that's just where I'll bet over. Done. I'll bet. I'll bet overnight and just wake yeah. up and find out that yeah. I won. I, I've actually done that. Uh, I've done Gabe's show on Friday night until two o'clock, and uh, Celtic was actually playing Rangers one night at seven a.m. And I actually just stayed up the whole way through and just. Watched it, but um, stayed up yeah, for that shit. Wow. Well, I'm a big Celtic supporter, Gabe. Settle down, Cam. Uh, Are you really? Oh, I'm a big, yes, big, big Celtic supporter. Yeah. Um, so I'll Ken, be Ken uh, Scottish. You can say it. Good point. You're Scottish. I guess you can say it, but yeah, um, the, but yeah the, the Rangers are shit I, I too. All good. I see the uh, the Philadelphia um, the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the dress rehearsal game, supposedly. They're getting three. Yeah. Getting four at Cleveland. I see three. Why is, is, it, down, yeah. is it down to three? Why is down Nick Foles playing? Can someone explain that to me? That's a great point. It's ridiculous. Why don't they just start and they say, well, that's the what? thing you're going to need, Foles. Dude, if he gets hurt. It's man. like Peterson. He's just he's a, like he a gambler. Hurt, he's a gambler that thinks you, he can never lose. Yeah, I'm telling he's you. You guys guy won the Super Bowl because of this. Now he's just getting cocky. And watch. Foles going to get hurt. And then, oh, West can't play in week one. Suddenly you got Nate Sutfeld playing. Yeah, you, you want you want you Nate learn. Sudfeld playing in Week One? Come on, man! You got to just start Sudfeld. Nick Foles doesn't exactly. need to play in preseason games uh, now. I, listen, if if I really and I mean this with the utmost, uh, I'm serious. If the Eagles, if there's a team that needs a quarterback, I would at this point trade Nick Foles because you can probably get him. I mean, you could probably get a nice little haulback for him, and you're gonna have Wentz anyway. Sudfeld, I think a backup in this league. I think that's I think he's capable. I think mean, he needs got, to be. Their their issue is you got to worry that um, you got to worry that uh, Wentz is going to be healthy enough to play. Exactly. They need Foles. Well, around here, everyone and their mother and also, he's but be ready for week one. I know, but nah, it's no guarantee. He's hoping he'll be ready for week one. And another yeah, thing is, yeah. too, it's not like everybody thinks Nick Foles is wicked now, right? Nick Foles is decent. He was he right man for the yeah, right job at the right time. Exactly. But he's not. He's Nick Foles no, is nothing spectacular. He's no franchise savior for anyone. He's perfect for the Eagles, and he's surrounded by a ton of talent. But you drop well, Nick Foles on a bad team, football team. I'm hoping some team thinks he is and gives up a first-round pick for him. That's not happening. No, I know. I'm just wishful thinking. But they no. missed. They missed the boat on it, right? Like I think Cleveland was kicking. You know, Cleveland. Cleveland wanted everyone. <laughs> That's the they, thing. Just, you see the guys they have been rolling out. Yeah, like supposedly they 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 took a shot uh, at it. So wait, what about see Buffalo? Right now. No, uh, they'll be all right. We got Josh Allen, man. Allen and Peter Josh Allen on. era set to begin. Gabe, stop, dude. Come on, dude, stop. with Josh Allen. 
I'm telling you, he's good. He had a good little preseason game. I'll give him some respect, but I wonder about him. I really do. But we'll see. I hope it works. We out don't know. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. We can't say. Listen, Josh Allen has played better than any of the rookie quarterbacks in the preseason. Josh Rosen's yeah, been pretty good in the game. Rosen's look good. They've all looked good. If actually, I'm, I can't Sam believe Darnold, the rookie class has Sam been Sam Darnold's been way overhyped. He's been yeah, the one that's been okay. He's the darling. Yeah. You know, well, and Baker the Jets have really... literally no weapons either. I, I heard some idiots, seriously, Gabe. They, they said that they thought the Jets could win nine games this year. I mean, are you smoking crack? Seriously? I mean, there were people in New York on WFN that were calling in saying they thought, they thought, they thought the Jets could win nine games this year. No, I think if the Jets, the best case scenario for the Jets would be like six, six or seven, five. seven, may like yeah, like you, they're wrong. We don't know. Terrible. We don't know who their quarterback is. Their defense is okay. They play hard, but you know, they're a six-seven with six-win team. Sure. They have an interesting situation. You're talking about Nick Foles. The fact is, I think everybody really wants Teddy Bridgewater right now, big man. That's yep. the yeah, that's the hot quarterback. Yeah. That's the hot commodity right now. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Good I was Jim cheering for Teddy Bridgewater. The guy with, yeah, with the injuries. I'd love to. I'd love to see him come back and do well. I thought he, Bridgewater he's a great ATS quarterback. Uh, Gabe went over that oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's he's great at good spread. You know, actually, who would be a good fit for Teddy Bridgewater would be with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Blake Bortles yeah. not there. You know, Bortles okay. You're not winning the Super Bowl with Bortles. Oh, I would love to see that. I'll tell you. That would I, be, I told you before, be big man. I'm down on Jacksonville this year. I, I'm, I'm yeah, taking Cam their wins. The Jacks missed the playoffs. I like the bold prediction. Wow. Well, hey, listen, well, with Blake Bortles, anything could happen. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the worst thing to say. We'll yep. see you. Uh, we'll see you in Las Vegas, uh, big man. Sounds Maybe I'll see you online tonight, but uh, yeah, we'll see you in Vegas in a couple of days. Take care, big man. Sounds great. Here for if you need it. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Talk more contests. Vegas. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Welcome back to Red Heat and Rage. Wow, Marenzi, uh, not a lot of time between breaks there. We thought we were going to take care of some business. Not so much. going to try to get uh, investors. Investors! We're looking. Super Gold. The Super Gold contest. I like that. Super Gold. Sounds like a strip bar. Coming to Super Gold tonight? They have, uh, they have, strip, uh, they have that in Vegas, too. They do. For the record, I recommend uh, the Palomino. 
Yeah, Palomino's old school. Although you, yeah, we, you don't don't walk there. Like, don't walk around. Yeah, don't be like me and Marenzi and actually like when our buddy left us and we walked home and by Ten City there. It was uh, that was just by what chance. a crazy walk. There was just by chance that. The first time we went to the Palomino, there was a shooting in the parking lot. Yeah, we saw a guy with a gun out the back. We're with Scott the cop. I'm like, hey, Scott, you're not a cop here in Vegas. Just in Maryland. We got out of a taxi, and as we get out, like, bullets are flying across, like, literally no, across no, the no, street. No, this is true. And we're like, all right, let's just go into the club. And we're actually with this cop from Baltimore in Vegas. He's like, you guys go into the bar. I'm going to go scout this out. It's like, we're thinking, dude, like, this guy, like. Yeah, you're off duty. You're not a cop, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're not like let it go. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't go to. Like that's why I was. Yeah, I called him after. I'm like, man, like people are getting shot in Vegas, bro. You're not a cop here. Like, just you're on vacation. Like, <laughs> I think he's like a professional photographer now too. Is he really? Well, I remember because he went to an LPGA tournament and he had my address. He's sending me like full like oh, yeah. eight by ten. He's an interesting like, guy. I go, wow, man. These Maybe girls look retired. Like something. he looks. He like, could be retired. I'm going to tell you board. something. His photography skills are very, very strong. So we went to a gun range with a cop. All right, and uh, <laughs> great day. And like we're wasted. We, stuff, we actually right? were. That whole thing about oh they're responsible. They're not responsible. They're at all. Like they gave us guns. We were wasted. It's like eight in the morning. We're on a bender all night and stuff. Like. We go into this gun shop, the, the famous one, too. I think it was the gun shop. So we go in. And they're a little sketchy about us because we were wasted, and we had a camera with us, and we wanted to oh, film yeah. it for, like, TV, for our TV show at the time. That's right. So we're like, yeah, remember, like, we had a Duke logo? Yeah, I, I still got them in my closet. I got a Duke yeah, logo like, with bullet holes through like it. We painted, yeah. like, a, we put, like, a Duke logo on, like, a, on, like, a Target. It was during March Madness, so we're like, that'll be the bit. We're going to go to the gun range and shoot at universities that we don't like, which is so politically incorrect now, right? Like, people would be like, Back then, it was great. You guys, what, you're on TV, you're shooting at a Duke logo at a gun range? I think it's good comment. We shot at Bin Laden. Oh, yeah, I got Bin Laden in my closet with bullet holes through his head. So, we had, like, a Duke, and people in the gun range, like, everyone shooting at Bin Laden was kind of standard at the time. So, it's like, you're shooting at Bin Laden. And then we were like, all right, we're going to change our target. And we put the Duke logo up. And people kind of stopped and looked like, hey, guys. And people thought it was funny. It was March Madness. They're like, yeah, I hate Duke, too. We're shooting at this Duke logo. All right? But Scott the cop is there. And Scott, like, brought his own gun. Yeah. All right? Yeah, he's got the holster. Yeah, so he had his beautiful. own gun. Yeah, and it was, right like, it was like this automatic Glock type thing. Except there was no automatic weapons loud in, in the gun range. And we're firing off, and Cam Cam had a pretty good shot, actually. I didn't. I hit the target a few times. I hit Bin Laden in the chest once. Cam, I, like, I also almost shot off my foot. Yeah, like Cam, I'm like, I talk, hey, guys, Cam see that like, one? I got Cam, a gun like, my... Cam, like, was putting bullets in Bin Laden's neck and stuff. We're like, damn, Cam's got a pretty good shot. But Cam, like, turns around and, like, waves the gun. He's like, this is amazing, guys. Awesome, huh? <laughs> We're like, holy shit, man. Like, I was like 10 feet away from Cam at that point. I was like, I told someone, I said, he's the last guy who should have a gun in his hand right now. And like, Scott the cop was like, Cam, yeah, safety, 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 buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, gun safety. <laughs> Cam's all shaking. <laughs> that was a great, that was a great morning. Yeah, but so the end of it was Scott the cop, he goes, watch this, guys. And he busts his gun out. The thing is, at the range, they gave us guns to use. They don't want you That's busting right. guns out, right? So Scott the cop busts his own gun out, and it was so much louder than everyone else's. It's like Clint Eastwood, bang, 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 like automatic. 
He, like, blows the hell out of <laughs> Bin Laden's face and shit. The guy's a cop in Baltimore, right? So he's shot. He's telling us I, I was second in the competition out of the whole force. Bang, bang. He, he starts yeah. showing off. We got kicked out because of the cop. It wasn't even us. <laughs> like the gun guy came up. He's like, all right, that's enough with you guys. I mean, he goes, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I had a bad feeling about this from yeah. the start. He's like, you know, no, no, no. He starts, like, chewing the cop out oh, yeah. and stuff. Not even us. No, it wasn't He's like, fault. you're irresponsible. You're busting out an automatic weapon. He's like, your buddies are wasted. <laughs> I'll tell you, though. Scott's like that guy. Like he's a great. Like that. He was blowing up those targets. Oh, he man. was. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. watching that guy going. God, I thank God he's not shooting me. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm he's dead. You put yeah. one right in your artery. He told us a story about how uh, he pulled over a Baltimore Raven player that was really wasted once, and he wanted to bust him, but the uh, the sergeant sergeant him. said, "Let it go." He said, "Don't yeah. drive him home." Just he was bitching. Give him he a was, lift. We won't say the player's yeah, no, name. It's not Ray Lewis, if you're wondering, it's, but it's another very big name player on the yeah. Ravens. Ed. Basically, I guess the guy was a real asshole to the cops, and he basically said, you guys can't do shit, man. And he was like, yeah, we'll see about that. And then basically, like, the chief, like, the commissioner was like, drive him home. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the cop basically told us the Ravens have free reign of the city. You can do anything you want. He's like, the Ravens are, yeah, you can't really touch the Raven players. Um, But what was really funny, we told you guys the story of this before, one funny thing is, so uh, we've got a buddy of ours who's uh, who's uh, Sikh, That's and right. um, so basically he's got a beard and a turban and stuff, but he's a very very peaceful person. He's, yeah, he's peaceful, and like he's Indian. He's not yeah. like um, so basically you know, people just all oh, look look. He must be a terrorist because yeah. he's got a beard or whatever, right? And he looks he's brown skin, but he's, he's an Indian Canadian guy that loves hockey and, and the betting B- on and the BC Lions and betting on football and stuff like that. We were kind of jerks to do this to him, but at the time we thought it was funny. It was a good trick. And <laughs> <laughs> so this was at the Mandalay Bay, too. It was Bellagio. Right? Oh, Bellagio, that's right. That was the night that I got into oh. it with the bar. And remember, Buddy oh, said, hey, yeah. you're the radio guys, Moriarty. Yeah, hey, Moriarty. He said, Moriarty, what's your deal yeah. from Sirius? He yeah. said, you're that Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. Guy. He goes, I can tell that voice anywhere. He Moriarty. goes, I listen to you every night. He goes, chill out. Let me get you a jerk. Drink. It's all right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Moriarty, settle Except down. Kept on calling me Moriarty. I loved it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, and he's said, Moriarty, you got a good radio show. You got to chill out here at the yeah. Bellagio. So I'm like, like all right, all right. So, <laughs> so we got into it, the guy. You got a good memory, man. Yeah, wow. yeah I remember all these yeah. things. So, that, so the funny thing is, so we saw our buddies, all right, and they all have turbans on and yeah. beards. And they're minding their own business. They're in the poker room. Yeah. They're in the poker room at the Bellagio. So... I told, we told our cop friend, I said, why don't you uh, bust out your badge and go up to them and say that you're with, like, uh, FBI and, uh, you know, basically scare the shit out of them. Like the and, and, and let's just say Scott loved the idea. And, like, yeah, our cop, <laughs> like he loves it. Our he cop buddy, no. like, loved flashing his badge and stuff, right? So, like, he was like, oh, yeah, no problem, guys. So, basically, we watched it happen. He went up to them at the table and tapped on them. It was all serious and said, listen, you guys got to come with me. And they were like, we didn't do anything. And he's like, you got to come with me. And he flashed the badge in the whole nine yards. One of them was kind of rattled, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like three of them. It was awesome. And we, we were standing there watching it all go down. Then we went over to the table. Ah, hey, ah, ah, he's with us, guys. He's with us. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Darsh thought it was funny. One of his buddies yeah, didn't his buddies at all. his buddies didn't like it. Your buddy was yeah, like, yeah. that's not cool, dude. Yeah, what yeah. you guys like? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
It was good, though. It was pretty it, good. I, I agree. It, it, was, was, it was fun. I remember, like, standing there watching it. And, like, hey, Moriarty, little... you got to settle down. <laughs> I love your radio show, man. Here's yeah. <laughs> Moriarty. It was like a pit boss at Bellagio <laughs> came up. I bitched about, like, uh, I don't know. I bitched about something. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want to speak to management. I said something. And they sent management over. And management knew who we were. He's like, yeah, I listen to you guys all the time. He's like, yeah, you, Moriarty, you got to chill out. <laughs> he got me a drink. <laughs> Remember he got me a drink and stuff, and yeah, I, I'm the blogger. Where you were bitching? I think I think because your drink sucked or something. Yeah, like that. that's what it was. It was like you go, it was. No, you were like you, you it was got, the Bellagio. You go, I paid twelve bucks go, for that. Yeah. I just paid twelve bucks. I remember this party. I paid twelve bucks for this drink. Oh yeah, and I remember you're like, where's where's the vodka? It's not even there. This is a joke. I'm yeah. at the Bellagio and Moriarty. Yeah, okay. And then and then he knew you. And then he came yeah, over yeah. and he really dosed you up. Yeah, they that. sent me to Grey Goose after. Yeah, I was yeah, like, what yeah. kind of crap are you guys serving yeah, at the Bellagio? Who I got? Like, I got lower than well grade here. Like, yeah, much. That's what it was. Yeah, you gave me a well. I said you're serving well grade for like fifty. 15 bucks a yeah, pop here. Yeah. I want Kettle One or uh, yeah, yeah. Grey Goose. You know, give it to me. But uh, Darsh, man, our boy Darsh just loved the Bellagio until they finally screwed him over enough times that he stopped going there. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. That's, uh, I'll tell you about the Bellagio. I don't know if this sounds weird. I don't want to stay at a hotel that good. Why? Nah. It doesn't make me feel good. Like, I, like I'm look, not at, look at me, Marantz. I got a golf shirt. I got, like, shorts on, whatever. Like, I'm not dressing up. I'm not putting on nice shirts. Like, I'm hanging out at the horse book. I like the El Cortez because it's my neighborhood casino. That's what it feels like. You get your drink tickets. I've got to be honest with you. When we were there, Circus Circus was very loose with the dead. I thought we did pretty good with the drink tickets. Yeah, speaking of which, I actually don't have a hotel for tomorrow or Thursday yet. You don't? No. You should come to the El Cortez. <laughs> You've Stay been, a while. You've been selling the El Cortez. Hey, to me. I'm telling you, it's not. It's nice and cheap. No, actually, I'd be honest with you, you'd probably like the best, the D. And it's not at the end of the week yet. It's classy. It's right next to the Golden Nugget. Yeah, you're right. The D's the best option. Like, when we don't I'll stay at honest. the El Cortez. Actually, Wait, actually, that restaurant at the D's amazing, too. That guy from Detroit ran it. Look they have the giant meatballs. Look at this. This is calling my name. We'll go through the hotel. So oh, these are the Is prices. it got Sunset Station? So the Cosmopolitan... This is for Wednesday and Thursday night because I'm put up at the Nugget Friday, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Uh, so they do they do your speaking tour. All right. So I'm not spending 183 for Cosmopolitan. Pass. Look at this. SLS. Oh, sold. And that, that's a good vibe casino, too. I like the SLS. I had a really good run of blackjack. I know, but you know what? Like you said, I hate to admit it. I'm very, very comfortable. <laughs> at the D. I'm comfortable. I bet the D's about 36. Uh, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Come on. Where are you, sir? It, it's going to. Uh, oh, yeah. The Circus Circus is your it's your hometown uh, bar. Casino. You know what it is about the Circus Circus? They never bitch about my lack of credit cards. They're like, yeah, hey, yeah just give us a $100 deposit. It's true. We beat the crap out of the hotel rooms. They never bitch. Can blaze in the courtyard. Yeah. Can smell, yeah. You know what I mean? It's actually very conducive to your lifestyle. There's a lot. And, like uh, I said, I'm at the nice SLS. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, suddenly there's a problem. It's right on the strip. You know what I'm saying? The problem with the SLS is it's hard to – it's down the street from the Westgate, but it's kind of in the middle, like you have walking to do. You don't want to be dealing with that. Right? Holy jeez. Well, yeah, here the comes storm. the tornado. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. You don't want to be walking around, doing all that stuff. You want to be – if you're at the D, I hate to tell – like you're right next door here, well, to everybody. The, I know. Here's the Fremont Hotel and Casino. I like the Fremont. Yeah? It's older, but I've stayed there before. 41 bucks. Yeah, all those ones are night. cheap. Is the Golden Gate still around with the prison showers? I remember I went there when it was under construction. It was like it used to be like nineteen a night there. 
Golden Gate. They got a wicked diner uh, right next to it, too. Beautiful, beautiful diner. What's the D, you think? I'm a little frustrated right now. I should have booked this the other night. That's what I get for waiting the last minute. All right. So the Cosmopolitan, $183 a night. Screw that. SLS, $41 a night. Good price. But there's going to be a million resort fees and all that. Yeah. Las Vegas Hostel, $15 a night. (laughs) Silver Sevens Hotel and Casino. You ever been there, Silver Seven? Never been to Silver Seven, nope. The D, $30 a night. I can't can't argue with that. Wow. The D's a pretty good spot, too. It's a great, best long bar. Let's call it out for what it is. The D actually has beautiful dealers. You and I, because you're you're going to do the podcast tomorrow night. It's right up the street from El Cortez, too. Yeah, I go walk down the street. Yeah, so far I'm leaning with the D. Let's keep looking. Venetian, 236 a night. No. El Cortez, 24 bucks on Thursday. What a deal. 24 bucks. The D's 31. Yeah, see? Yeah. You'll pay the, yeah, the D for 31. T.I. I never stayed at El Cortez, though. It's old. I'm not opposed to dumpier places, but T.I. Treasure Islands, actually a pretty nice place, Treasure Island. Yeah, I, $91 a night. It's a good deal there, but I don't want to stay on the strip. Sunset Station, middle of nowhere. Forty-seven dollars yeah, a night. That's the I love that place, but the location. Plaza, thirty-one dollars a night. Love the plaza. The downtowner, thirty-four dollars a night. Only issue with the plaza is they use that carpeting uh, perfume. I've walked in yeah, there. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I don't it's, know what they did in, there. Yeah. I actually talked to a manager about. It. I go, dude, like I've been playing blackjack. I was walking around dizzy. Like I, I, know, I, I know. It, it, that that smell made my head turn. Right, like it was probably. Man, don't worry, it, it smells like scuzz now. I'm sure again. <laughs> I'm sure. No, they really overdid it, though, Gabe. Dude, there used to like, be. They used to give people headaches. I used to live at the Circus Circus. Same thing. It used to gross me out, man. They used to put some sort of weird shampoo in the carpet, and it overdo it, and it just it smelled like exactly. It was I don't know. It was a weird. Uh, it was a weird odor to yeah. the place. Uh, a lot of those old casinos have the odors. Yeah, exactly. This would be a place you'd probably like here. The Lucky Dragon. It's a new place. Never even heard of it. Oh God. Things are like Something flying off people. What the balconies. hell just did, did, did you hear that pop? Yeah. I think somebody's lawn set is now in your uh yeah. in the middle. <laughs> I hope that guy's hibachi didn't go through the window. <laughs> this is the That's thing. why they warn people I don't know. leave things on That's your balcony. Hey, it's windy out here's there. Here's a tip too. If you're gonna get one of those little like non heavy grills, you have to have it by a chain. You can't just leave it to fall over and let the coals hit hit the hit the deck. I hope well, we're like gonna hard be baseballs right. coming at your head. I see the cable just froze. Yeah. Yep, cable froze. Are we still on? Yeah, cable we're, we're, froze. We're good. We're, yeah, good. We're, we're doing. We're fighting through. Man, there's been a lot of these like flash storms recently, huh? I don't know what's going on, man. But lightning and water have been. Yeah, good. Good point. Like Toronto's just getting. Oh, they're like, getting under siege. They said there's going to be more floods today. Yeah, guys like the, almost died in their cars. The infrastructure can't handle it. No. So I don't know. There's been these, these flash floods consistently every every few days recently. It's getting really dangerous. Like actually. I said, though, it sucks. Like, this better not happen tomorrow night. Like, dude, this happens tomorrow night at this time. We're at the airport. Suddenly our flight's not leaving on time. I know. No it's flying out. That's the thing. Time. And we're taking, like, where, where, yeah, exactly. Wednesday, Thursday, who knows? Right? I'm with you. It's annoying. Yeah, Lucky Dragon. This is the, They built this place. They were building it when I lived there right next to my condo. It's right on Sahara and Las oh, Vegas nice. Boulevard. Lucky Dragon. It's all Asian. I like it. Like the rooms... Like there's the for the luck, the signs. There's English as well, but it's it's like bilingual Chinese and uh, English. I like it. Yeah, it doesn't do that well though. The place bad location. Game time decision continues. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Red Heat and Rage Radio here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Morency doing some uh, cleaning. Looking good, pal. He's got the car wash going with the Clorox. Ding, ding, ding. You know what? It's actually working. Look how good those windows look. Better than Windex. It's actually working good with the rain. Good call. Yeah, it's like torrential downpour, so yeah. I sprayed yeah. uh, some window cleaner on the, on the windows. Looking good. Let oh. uh, let nature handle itself. Good point. You could just come back from the break and talk about sports instead of talk about oh, what I'm just, doing during the break. That's a good point. <laughs> you got well. It looked good. It's actually you know it's a, it was actually a really good idea. I was impressed. I didn't think you were like going, I'm going. Wow, it is like a car wash. Yeah. Well, basically, if it's pouring rain and it's hitting against my windows, my balcony and stuff, might as well clean them while it hits. Yeah. It's like a free. It's like a free. Uh, it's a free wash can. Exactly. I you like it. Spray the soap on the balcony and, and the window. and uh, Very bright. Yeah. Very smart. I don't see it how, how it helps the listeners. No. <laughs> I don't see how it helps the listeners. Yeah, I don't see, I don't, I don't see how it helps the, uh, the listeners. <laughs> Killing me, man. You see somebody actually jumped out of an airplane. They just set a uh, world record. They jumped out of an airplane without a parachute. 25,000 uh, feet. And survived? Yeah, they landed in a net. Landed in a net? Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. How big's the net? They filmed it, too. Not something that, uh, not a record that I'm going to be trying oh, to break God anytime no. soon. God, no. So you're telling me they just j- jumped out of a plane, no parachute. Yeah, but I see there's like three, four dudes around him right now with parachutes. So I guess they're there oh, to try okay. to save his ass. Still, man. That's like, nuts. He's coming down fast. Yeah, that's, you, <laughs> I'd have a heart attack. Yeah, I would. I definitely would have a heart attack. I'd be dead. Like right when I got out of the plane, I'm dead. I don't even like looking out of the window of no, the plane. Nor do I. Nor do I. Speaking of which, I hope I, hope I have an aisle seat tomorrow. <laughs> You like the aisle? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be get yeah. stuck in the middle. That's a good point. For me, I don't have a lot of bowel movement, so I can usually get through that whole trip without going once. But uh, yeah, I, the aisle's a much better move. You get to you get to be freer. You're not trapped. You don't have to worry about a couple people. It's a it's a way better situation. The middle sucks. Oh, the middle's the worst. I always get the middle. I'm always in the middle. People aren't happy to be in the middle with me because then then you got a cam sandwich. Yeah. I'm not a small guy, so they got no room. It's it sucks. The middle. Sometimes the I end middle blows. The mid, the middle blows. I could live. I used to hate the eye. I used to hate the window too. I, you know, I used to be, be adamant about the aisle. I, I hate the window. But um, I don't like these airlines and now how they try to charge you like thirty bucks to pick a seat and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not happening. No, so I'll just randomly get screwed. 
<laughs> yeah, we're going to get screwed. I've been pretty lucky recently. I've been getting aisles as of late. As long as I'm not in the middle, then it depends. If you're in the middle of hot chicks, then it's not too bad. I mean, yeah, it all depends on who you're in the middle of. Good point. It'll probably be some huge guy who's not a chick. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. stuck next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly. <laughs> we're on the same plane randomly. I think so. Yeah, I think we're on the same plane. Yeah, we got the same flight. Taylor Stevens in Sunny Vegas on the plane, too. Everybody's got that flight. It's the only one out of there. Yeah, that's the, and I think Babano's on the same flight. Wow. As I stated, I will not be drinking tomorrow at the airport. No, I'm not doing that either. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind having a couple glasses of wine and taking a sleeping pill, though. Of course. Of course, going to start off with, yeah, let's just have a. Problem was, when we did it last time, I drank and, like, kind of, like, fell asleep. But you just kept on, like, you kept on going. Like, you were through, like, I'm going to plow through, and people on the plane were talking and stuff, and then you just go, well, when in Rome, yeah, you got to do what thing. you got to so do, So I partied, right? yeah, for, like, four and a half hours on the plane. Yeah. They kept serving us yeah, the whole time, that's too. That's the thing. You were with people you knew, and I was, I was like, four rows back. I was passed out. Yeah, no, I'm going to get a nice head start on, on the trip by not uh, getting hammered on the way there. Well, you also got uh, dental work to deal with, too. You know, there's a lot yeah, of tomorrow, things you're dealing tomorrow with. Tomorrow morning, yeah, yeah, I got early morning dental work. Never ends this dental work. Yeah, it's a it's a big job. Self improvements, though. You'll be happy for it, man. When you don't have to go back and pay like ten or ten grand to get your whole mouth fixed. Smarter to do it in little increments. Vic Vinegar says he's in in the Super Gold, but yeah, it's a lot of money, Vic. Five thousand. Yeah. Like we need a lot uh, of. I think Vic Vinegar maybe he's, maybe he's loaded. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, is a guy named Vic Vinegar loaded? Do you think? I would say, yes, yes, I would. Vic Vinegar, it's a good handle. Sounds like a guy who's got money. I know a couple of guys named Vic. They do pretty good. Vinegar, <laughs> I don't know. Vic Vinegar sounds like, uh, I think he's doing okay, Gabe. If he's got the money to do it, he would just co- come out and say, hey, man, you know what I mean? He's got five dimes. But... You know who's not doing okay? Who? Richie Incognito. No, he's in. It's, he's got to get off the streets. Like he's a menace to society. It's funny. I told people this yeah, a couple that of weeks. He was going, that he was going crazy. No, I said yeah. he's actually a danger. He is a danger. I, I said he's a danger. Like it's not going to. Eventually, he's going to do something over the top. Like we talked about him a couple of weeks ago, if you remember. Yes, I, said I do. About his summer, he threw a bunch of um, weights, weights and barbells at, yeah. at an old man at, yeah. a, at a gym in Miami yeah, for no reason. He impersonated an FBI agent. He went crazy and smashed up a like you can go on and on and on. Like he re- he fired, he retired, he fired his agent on Twitter. Um, this is a new one though. He got arrested at a funeral funeral home. I know. Yeah, hard, hard to do. Well, he has a he has a real issue with cops. And All like right, a person, so. yeah, incognito was booked for disorderly conduct and criminal threats. Former lineman Richie Incognito reportedly threatened to shoot the staff of the Messenger Pinnacle Peak Mortuary in Scottsdale, Arizona, according to Scottsdale, as arrangements are being made for his father's funeral. Our condolences. According to reports, yeah. Incognito became upset with the staff and began to damage property inside the business and shouted at employees, which resulted in an arrest on suspicion of disorderly conduct and criminal threats. Resourceful in all situation, Incognito allegedly created disturbance by acting erratically and making the employees feel incredibly uncomfortable while handling the arrangements for his late father. USA Today reports that at several points during his contact um, with staff, Incognito threatened to retrieve guns from his vehicle and return to shoot them. Multiple guns were found in his yeah. truck. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. at what point, like, you know, 
This is the second time Incognito has been in police custody since being released by the Buffalo Bills in uh, late May. Just days after being released, Incognito was held for an involuntary uh, psychiatric evaluation yeah. after a disturbance at a Boca Raton, Florida gym, in which police believed um, that uh, he was in an altered paranoid state. Like, a, you know, obviously there's a combination. There's a, there's a problem. Yeah. There's a combination between him being crazy, violent, B, r- steroided up. Yep. And C, With weaponry. And now you got to believe that there's brain damage and CTE and stuff. Yep. Like, I'm not using it as an excuse because no. he's always been crazy, this yeah. guy. But it's this is why he's so crazy now. I agree. Like, he's got no, I don't think he, he probably has no filter anymore. I don't think brain. he knows what's real and what's not exactly. real. Exactly. He's re- reached a state where he can't trust his own mind anymore. Really is amazing. It's, Look how clean scary. that window is. Yeah, that's why I told that I told Amazing, the people yeah. if you ever want to do do what you do, it's uh, wow, it, yeah, it really worked. Like, look at the difference between one and two. You should do an infomercial. I really should. One's clear, one's foggy. Wow, that wasn't even Windex you used. That was a that was a tile cleaner you used on glass. Yeah, good product. Yeah, I think Taylor and Sonny got you that Clorox. No, I bought it the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, very good purchase. See, you didn't know what I noticed too. You didn't skimp out on the name brand on those things. You really noticed the difference. It's like air freshener. It's true. It's air freshener. I buy the eighty-eight cent kind. Doesn't work. No, it's water. It's 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 piss. And then you go, you got you got to get the real name brands for that stuff. It yeah. So trick. Richie Incognito's just no. Crazy. No, I hate to you say know? it, but he needs to be. He can't be in society anymore. Like he needs to be well, far you know, I'm away not from saying, people. I'm not saying uh, lock him up. No, but. I'm not saying go to jail. But Gabe, he needs to be. He needs to be evaluated. Yeah, right? he should. He should get some help and he just chill help. out. That's you know? the thing. Exactly. And he shouldn't be able to have. Now his father passes away. He's not going to handle this very well, as we see. No. Um, here's a, a rumor: Kawhi Leonard still wants to play in Los Angeles next year. Okay. <laughs> Love the room. Hasn't even played one game one game for the Raptors, and this is this is what it's all about. Okay. The Raptors will be able to offer Kawhi Leonard a five year hundred and ninety million dollar contract. If Leonard leaves, the most he can sign with another team is four years, hundred and forty one. So he will lose fifty million dollars to leave. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. A lot of clams, Gabe. You know what though? When you have that much, it I know. Yeah, it's one of those things. If it was, if the contract was a little bit less, I'd totally buy, he already, buy into it. He already it. has money, That's too. So now it's like, whatever. That's a contract for life. That is a hell of a lot of bread. And it is one less year. You can't assume anything. That's the whole yeah. thing with these, these deals. What, the rumors? No, you can't assume that players are going to sign somewhere. Yeah. Right? People were convinced Paul George was going to sign with the Lakers. Nope. Paul George is from L.A., or at least the Clippers, and you know what I mean? The last he Oklahoma City was convinced. And the last second, he's like, nah, you know what? I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City. People were thought for sure DeMar DeRozan was going to leave the Raptors and go to Los Angeles. He nope, did it. Stuck around. Right? One thing that is that I've heard recently, too, is that the Clippers are becoming more in play here than just the Lakers. That maybe Kawhi Leonard doesn't, you know, LeBron James makes a lot of money. LeBron James is basically the team. Kawhi Leonard wants to be the guy. That's the whole thing. He wants to be the star. He wants to be the guy. So he's going to be the star with the Raptors. He could fall in love with the city of Toronto. It's a good team to play for. It's a good city to live in. Yep. You know, as far as NBA standards are concerned. But, he, he, you know, he is from California. He does seem hell-bent on California. But there's a possibility that he ends up on the uh, 
on the L.A. Clippers as well. Like, I wouldn't just think that the Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. It could be the Clippers. And um, it's interesting because uh, the Clippers actually fired Bruce Bowen. Yeah, for, so Bruce, for, for ripping the Leonard deal. Yeah, and it's strange because Bruce Bowen, why would the Clippers care what Bruce Bowen says? Because Bruce Bowen's a long-time uh, spur. Exactly. So Bruce Bowen basically stated that, uh, not even on the air, on the Clippers' airwaves, but he tweeted out, said, disgraceful, you know, Kawhi Leonard quit on the Spurs, and, you know, I'm with Team Pop here. And, like, basically Bowen was like, I know what a guy Pop is. And, you know, Kawhi kind of bitched out and screwed the Spurs. And uh, the Clippers then fire Bruce Bowen. Why? Because they want to get Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. So you see, this is even the Clippers yeah. are all in. The Clippers are thinking we. You know what? Kawhi Leonard never said he wanted to be a Laker. Kawhi Leonard said, said he wanted LA. to play in California. Yeah, in California. There's other teams. You're right. There's another team in California like, too called the Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Sacramento's on his list though. <laughs> we can cross that one off. No. I don't know. He's such There's a he's such a nut job. Yeah. Who the hell knows now, right? Yeah. I mean, who who knows? I'm the king of Sacramento. Thing with the thing with Kawhi Leonard is we know, we know from his personality right now and the way he's acted in the last year and a half that he wouldn't do what Cousins did and take less money to play for the Warriors. No. I mean, he's God, all, no. he's all about money yeah. and, and, and deals not and getting screwed and him 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 now, right? You can't guarantee anything. I mean, look, the fact is, though, the Boston Celtics wanted to trade for him. And the Celtics even said to him, listen, you don't have to sign, like, a five-year deal with us, but give us two years. Not just the one. Give us two, and we'll go for a championship here. You know what I mean? And I I could just, you know, Danny Ainge said, I could justify this. I could could live with doing this. Yeah. But the one-year thing, the Raptors, the Raptors do it. You know, because we talked about it, man. Masai wanted to get rid of DeMar DeRozan, and this is a good way yeah. to do it, right? Kawhi Leonard is an elite talent, but, man, is he ever a diva now. Sure is. Never, I never thought he was like this at all. Like he yeah, When he played college ball, I guess. Like, like he's, never, he's never talked to the Toronto media still. And he, I know. There's no plan to. Like, he will, there is no welcome to Toronto no, press conference. No, there's not. Which is nuts. Like he, for a player of his magnitude, he'll show up when the season starts. Type thing for a player of his of his talent, game. Yeah. When you look at the MVP, and I would imagine you look at the MVP odds. He's number six on. The, like when you look, break it down. See, that's like, the thing. But Kawhi Leonard talks, and that's the word behind the scene is that's the you know that Kawhi Leonard thinks he's a superstar, yeah. and that he should be the main guy on any team, and it should be Max and this and that and all this other stuff. Yeah, to do that, dude, you've got to talk to people. Like, that's part of the gig. Like, the NBA is entertainment. That's right. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not, like, Sidney Crosby. Crosby does his thing, and he doesn't really talk to people very much, and you don't really know he's much about He's never said him. no to an interview, though. Like, he's not really. No, but, Let's just know, say he's not the most entertaining, but he, he, he yeah. answers questions. Yeah, but if you look at the NBA, like, you know, LeBron does Sprite commercials. Yeah, that's and, true. like, that's the thing with these guys, though. Like, they're all resentful. Like, Kawhi Leonard will be resentful. Well, how come I don't, I'm not treated better and I'm an MVP and blah, blah, blah. Well, because you're a dickhead. You know what I mean? Can you actually fake smiling for 30 seconds for a Sprite commercial, Kawhi? I don't know. You know what I mean? Sprite's never seen you smile before. Why are they going to put you in a commercial? You, you know, like, what are you going to be in a commercial for? Like, pissed off multimillionaires? 
Like what? What? Like what can you sell to people? Like, hi, I'm Kawhi Leonard. I'm never happy about anything. Yeah. Like, what's you know what I mean? I get it. Listen, Kawhi Leonard's father was murdered when he was a kid, but he's a grown man now. Yep. And I'm not making light of that at all. I mean, it's a tragic. You know what I mean? It's it's a tragic situation. But this new attitude of I don't talk to people. Like he doesn't talk, Cam. Like, he didn't talk to the San Antonio Spurs. Like, the Spurs showed up to his place yep. and wanted to talk to him and say, listen, we know you're healthy enough to play. Just come. What's come going play. on? Come play. Yeah. You, you want to come play? He's not with, talking, but he's got another guy as his mouthpiece. He literally yeah. walked out the back door. Yeah. It's hard to say that you're an MVP. Like, it's a very cowardly thing. Like, how come, you know, I don't know, sit down with Popovich and go, listen, I don't appreciate you did this. I don't like that you did this, this, or this, and I've had enough, and I'm going. He wouldn't even talk to them. Yeah. Like, he, it's the modern athlete, man. It's, it's you know, I, it's hard to respect these guys. It's like Calvin Benjamin. And look, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, but look at Calvin Benjamin, running his mouth about Cam Newton. Yeah. But how Cam Newton held him back. Cam Newton's better at his job than Calvin Benjamin's better at his. Cam Newton's an MVP of the NFL. Kelvin Benjamin is not. Nope. So, Kelvin Benjamin waits till he's out of there, runs his mouth to the media in Buffalo. Cam Newton shows up in Buffalo. He wants to chat. Went right up to him. You <laughs> saw. Was, that was awesome. He went right up to him. And what, what did Benjamin do? He barely looked yeah, in yeah. the eye. He was almost, he's not, yeah, he didn't he want to He sort of looked the other way, and he was like, man, whatever, whatever. He kept on, and Newton kept trying to get, get yeah. in his face and basically said, no, no, look at me. What, what's your deal? How come yeah. you don't say this to my face? Benjamin wouldn't. And then Benjamin, after fucking uh, said, uh, he said, oh, I'm not, uh, I, I don't need to talk to him. It's like, yeah, dude, you're, like, you're well, why, the guy. why suddenly, you know what I mean? Who the hell do you think you are? Like, you know, you're Kelvin Benjamin. Seriously. It's like Jalen Ramsey. He's another one. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Yeah, just run your mouth, run your mouth, run your mouth. It's like, he's like, oh, Russell Wilson's okay. He's good, I guess. It's like, dude, man, he's very good. Yeah, he's got a Super Bowl ring. You don't. You know, Joe Flacco can be trash and suck, according to you. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he's a Super Bowl MVP. You'll never smell a Super Bowl, Jalen Ramsey. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Game time decisions, ready for Rage Radio. Football's around the corner, but we're still giving away World Series tickets. This time it's to the winner of free DFS baseball contest. The contest is sponsored by DKMS. Looking for your help in a fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant's the best chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their families, nearly 14,000 each year. 70% must rely on strangers and uh, their donations. 
Find out how you can help the cause and also win 2018 World Series tickets playing free daily fantasy baseball by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Your ticket to the World Series at a blood cancer patient's ticket to life. Great uh, cause, great company, yep. and uh, great contest uh, right there. Uh, free stuff. And uh, we want to uh, welcome Bet DSI to the fold as well. Bet DSI celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. Great customer service, fast, uh, easy payments. Can virtually uh, play every sport uh, over at Bet DSI. Hundreds of wagering options, including live in game wagering on all major sporting events. Uh, Bet DSI runs. Um, all kinds of sign-up and deposit promotions uh, throughout the year for a limited time. If you use promo code FNTSY, promo code FNTSY, BetDSI is offering up to $2,500. Pretty big uh, promo right there. That's a good, nice bonus. Up to $2,500 on your first deposit if you're willing to adhere to rollover requirements. Use promo code FNTSY. Check out BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com, promo code FNTSY. Head uh, on over and start winning today anything catch your eye uh, tonight baseball was baseball was pretty good last night yeah we did all right yeah, uh, with baseball couple, last couple, night a couple things went went well i'm not in love with the baseball board here this evening got other things on your mind you got football fever yeah it's football season uh, football season's around the corner but there's there's a couple of spots you know the question is do you want to do you want to lay the numbers you got the Gossmans back on the hill tonight against the Pirates. That's a tough game. It could go either way. Very the tough. The Pirates. I like the Jays again. You know, it's almost too obvious, but the Jays, man, we talk about it all the time. They own the Baltimore Orioles. Cavillio's got uh, his home road splits. Like, he actually pitches pretty good at home and gets rocked on the road. So, yeah, I'm willing to take You've seen the Baltimore Orioles lineup, too. It's a train wreck. Like, it's just they're, they can't, the season can't end close enough for these guys. So, I think down the stretch, the Jays will win some games and uh, – Hey, we'll see the future, game. I don't know if I'm going to be around next year. It's been, it's been a good run. I don't think, I think Gibby, Gibby go. I, 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 like, I like John Gibbons. I don't think the Jays win too many games. It's just what happens is they look good against Baltimore. That's true. They're 10-1 and one against Baltimore this year. It's unbelievable. And they're probably like, you know, 35-6 and six or something. Yeah, they like, get smoked by the Yankees. They're dominant against the Baltimore Orioles for one reason. Well, the Orioles are terrible against everybody. But, yeah, it's hard to argue it. Dylan Bundy's been getting rocked as well. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, actually, this is an intriguing game against the Washington Nationals. Like We've been hearing in the update all day that the Nationals have basically waved the flag finally. I like the Phillies tonight. Um, Matt Adams released. Yeah, back to the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, it's good. I won't confuse him anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. So now he's with Matt Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adams is a bigger guy, though. He's got more girth. Yeah. Carpenter's so, uh, yeah, yeah, Murphy's gone. You know what's interesting, actually? They put Bryce Harper on waivers. Yeah. And the Dodgers actually claimed Bryce Harper, called the bluff. Yeah. But uh, Bryce Harper's not going anywhere <laughs> no, <he's> right now. Not. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere right now, even though if you're the Nationals, you know, whatever at this point. It's a train wreck. They got Listen, smoked by Miami. Oftentimes, team, we've seen this. Like, the Tampa Bay Rays are a good example of this. The Tampa Bay Rays often, like, trade players and trade players and trade players, yet they still win games. Yet it's different when you're the Nationals here. The Nationals, the run's over. It's done. You know what I mean? Like, they've tried for years. They could never get over. You know, they'd win. They'd win a ton of regular season games. They'd always underachieve in the playoffs. They'd have bad luck. They'd have injuries. Think about the pitchers they've had. They've gone through, 
manager after manager after manager that they blame the manager. This is why we're not winning. This guy, that guy. They had Dusty Baker, Davey John. We go down the list, right? Matt Williams. I mean, we go down the list of different guys. Dave Martinez, they bring, like, they've tried old school, new school managers. It's just, it hasn't worked. They can't get over the top. And then finally this year, they're going to finally... I mean, Bryce Harper's not re-signing there. No. As, as you stated, their other players aren't getting any. Pitching. Yeah, they've had elite pitching. Hard not to like the Phillies tonight in this spot. Yeah, I don't like the line, though, that it's gone. Like, last night, that line well, was because Washington everyone, minus because, one. Quarter. Everyone's pounding the Phillies, right? Yeah, because Washington's, uh, yeah. you know. I was on the The field. fire sale's begun. I'm with, Gabe, there's a lot of older guys on that Nationals team, too. Think about, like, oh, guys that they brought in. They're like, it's, it's other than, like, young talent, they got uh, Harper and Soto, but uh, a lot of older guys. The Cubs, uh, Cubs are minus 210 favorites. Too tonight. high, but I don't trust Zimmerman, but. Uh, Eovaldi versus uh, Bieber. Kind of lean the Red Sox tonight after. I got the Indians last night, but uh, that was a tight game at the end. Boston almost came back. Uh, I, I, I would lay 40 cents with Eovaldi with, against uh, Justin Bieber there. It seems like the Red Sox, after losing to Cleveland, would probably come back. It's not not that much juice. If I was to play tonight, I'm looking at the, the favorites here. Um, Snell's uh, Snell's like a raised win. Snell's like a minus, minus one and a half. It's minus 300 right now. With Sparky? Sparkman? Yeah, I think. So it's almost, yeah, they're not going to hit uh, Snell. No so way. Snell. The parlay, I don't know. I want to, I, I think. I put I, the raise in a parlay, too. I put the raise in a parlay with the Oakland Athletics. Oakland are hot right now. they got Texas. Gerardo on the hill tonight against Anderson. Uh, Tanaka's on the hill in Miami. That's a winnable game as well. You can go Yankees. Yankees raise parlay. That's minus 107. A uh, Yankees um, athletics parlay is also 107. Sal Romano on the hill tonight. Kind of like the Brewers here to beat him up. Romano cheese? Yeah, Ray Romano. Everyone loves Sal. to bet against Ray. Everyone loves to bet against Sal? Yeah. yeah. Um, Milwaukee, yeah, they beat him last night. Uh, they they seem to have, yeah, Cincinnati, uh, minus 225. They, yeah, they should get it done. It's a lot of juice, but, yeah, throw it in the parlay. The Dodgers continue to lose close games. That was, that was frustrating. You get uh, Kenley Jansen back from, uh, you know, the injured uh, list and boom. But, you know, it's going to take a few games to get uh, ready again. Yeah, The, but the Cardinals stranded a lot of runners in that game, and so did the Dodgers. It's a pattern, but I'll tell you what, the Cardinals are now 15-4 uh, and four in their last 19 games. Ever since they fired Matheny, they've been on fire, this it's, team. It's absolutely true. Like, they're at this rate, they're going to make the playoffs. And the Cardinals have always found a way and been good in close games. The Cardinals, over the years, when they won those World Series, this is what they did. They would turn it on in August, and no one really believed in them. And, and you know, prove everybody wrong. They're always just a good fundamental type of team. They don't really have any stars on their team. I like the Dodgers tonight, though. It seems like the Dodgers be a play, but I just can't trust them at minus 180. I mean, not even a Barca de Leon, too. Remember uh, when they got called up, he had that no-no going uh, pretty late in that game. But, you know, I, I trust Ryu. I, I think the Dodgers understand. They're, they're no more monkey business. This uh, West race is getting real. I, I, I think they'll get it done tonight. They str- you said it, though, man. You watch, if you're, you're a fan of this team, it's unbelievable the guys they strand. Both, like last night, both of that game, like St. Louis stranded bases loaded, no outs. Like there was a lot, that game could have, easily been crazy but they not very opportunistic both teams no, that's a dodge that's the dodgers that's the uh, dodgers way that's their mo that's what they do yeah, that's they, what they've done they do it a lot they do it a lot the yankees against the marlins should win with tanaka on the hill tonight. they should they should Minus 220 marlins have been real scra- scrappy though like they took out the, the nationals they smoked them this week i know it's the nationals but the marlins for a bad team like they they really grind 
they have some good young hitters on their team. I, I don't. I, yeah, Tanaka should. He should get it done, but man, minus two twenty on the road—that's tough. I'm going to parlay a couple of favorites, and I'll lay the. Uh, I'll take the. I'm leaning with the the Blue Jays. Blue Jays minus one forty-five. Philadelphia Phillies plus one hundred five. Yep. And then I'll parlay a few favorites. Yeah, you, know, you know, I'm going to sort of. Um, we're just going to go light uh, here tonight. It's the calm before the storm. We're going to be in Vegas in a couple of days. NFL preseason, and of course, college football starts on Saturday. And uh, we're going to have a couple of games up on the board um, that aren't already right now. As it is, there's four games on Saturday. Four line games, but only two of them have numbers as of right now. We've got Hawaii at Colorado State. Hawaii at Colorado State. Uh, the, um, the Rams are laying 14 points in this game against Hawaii. The total is 58 points. And Wyoming are at New Mexico State. The spread was four. It's down to three and a half right now. Total's 47. And um, they just announced the starting quarterback. There was a quarterback battle going on at Wyoming. After after Josh Allen left. Yeah. You know, though, what's kind of crazy is Wyoming's offense actually wasn't that good last year. Even with Josh Allen. Josh Allen has a good arm, but their offense actually wasn't that good. I think New Mexico State getting three and a half is uh, attractive. I'm, le- I'm leaning with Wyoming. You like the Cowboys? Yeehaw! I'm leaning. What about Hawaii? You can't lay 14 with the Rams. That's a lot of points, man. That's a lot of points. Ugh, what an ugly game. That's ugly. I'm kind of thinking that game goes over. Hawaii, Colorado, 58? Yeah. yeah I, 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 I would see not a lot of defense in that football game. I could see Colorado State scoring quite a bit on Hawaii. I, you know... The thing with Hawaii is they've lost everybody, but everyone that they lost sucks. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but the thing with Hawaii is normally they don't win on the road, but because of the travel situation, right? And they fly a lot of miles, man. They sure do. Like there was a, a couple of years ago, Hawaii flew like 40,000 miles, which is more than like, you know, that's like five or seven NFL teams combined. They flew 40,000 miles in three weeks. Like they 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 played their first game in Australia. They went from Hawaii to Australia, right. back to Hawaii, to Ann Arbor, Michigan, and and then I think they they flew. They played against. It was ridiculous. Like the they Fresno State or something. They crisscrossed all over the place. It was like forty thousand miles. Cal, I think it was Cal, whatever, whatever it was. They flew like forty thousand miles. That's not right. No, and, and, and that's so the thing. It, it, like, wipe, it wipes them out, right? Is it? Then is this is another thing. So Hawaii, when they were in the whack, where, you know what I mean? Like, they're on an island. It's really not fair to them. Like, they, it doesn't matter, like, what conference they are. Like, as a schedule maker, you got to be more beneficial but to if them. You, you got to let them have. With the basketball now, they're in the West Coast Conference. Yeah. And the way they operate, or the Big uh, Big West, sorry. Yeah, they're in the Big, Big West, West, yeah. The way they operate is basically they're closest to California, Hawaii. Correct. So that was the best thing to do, to stick them with the L.A. teams. And basically, Hawaii goes to L.A., and they stay there for, like, two weeks. Yeah. They play a bunch of road games, then they go back to Hawaii. It's a tough situation. There's no one really close yeah. to Hawaii, no, really, right? There's, so, not, there's no other island team or yeah, anything. They like are that. in an isolated uh, situation. All right, so we got some golf. Um, you know what? I, you know, I sort of look at golf. I was like, wow, it was the last, the last major. Like, things come to an end. But... You golf, uh, you know, you golf fans are very excited because Thank now, you. now it's the playoffs, right? You got it, Gabe. So this is the first round of the playoffs now. I'm very excited. Last week, that's right. The top 125, you had to get in, yeah. and blah 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 blah. So here you are, right now. 
Let me say blah, blah, blah. I, love, I know, I know. But also. No, but the thing is, everyone looks at golf from winning majors as the big thing. Yes. It's not like, oh, my God, is Tiger going to win the FedEx Cup? No. It's can Tiger win the Masters? Can Tiger win the U.S. Open, right? To me. I don't think golf has done a good job of selling the playoffs. And I don't think they've done a good job of explaining it and making it matter. I agree. You know how it would matter to me with the golf playoffs? If, like, there was a championship weekend at Augusta or something. You know what I mean? We're going back to Augusta, and it's the final, and this is for the, the this the, for the championship. Well, that's what they have at the tour championship, but they don't advertise it the way they should advertise it. Like you wouldn't even know, like who, who gets in the top thirty guys, yeah. right? Like that's the thing about golf. It's like it, it works for fantasy and everything else, but you're right. The playoff structure because is not most normal. If you're not a golf it's all fan, about you're majors. like, Man. they got it. They got you're right. They, it's it, it's all about majors with golf. It is. So the golf fan doesn't really look at the playoff as special, no. right? I, I would rather. I, I know some of the golfers do because it's big money. To yeah, them, you win right? ten million dollars. Yeah, so they're into it. So it is special, and I know the golf fans are into it. But put it this way: like people understand the NASCAR chase more, the playoffs. Yeah. Like it's NASCAR seemingly has done a better job of selling the playoff aspect of it. You know, yeah, we have the Daytona Five Hundred. It's a big deal to win these races, but you want to win the championship. You know, the average golf. I don't know the casual the, the casual sports fan. I should say. Doesn't really feel the golf playoffs. It's no. more of a golf fan thing, but they are they are being smarter, trying to avoid the NFL more at least. Exactly. But the problem with golf is when you really think about it, they actually have everything's based on the majors. You want to win the four majors, but the bottom line game is not just that. It's not the other tournament that you're talking about. It's the Ryder Cup. And the thing is, if you're a true golf fan, you're thinking, wow, like you get the best players in America versus the, the best players in Europe, and then you get a hate on you, you start to see these guys' personalities shine up. That's what I'm talking about. So it, the FedEx Cup playoffs is good, but the way they do it right now, you know, top 125 to 100, all the way down to 30 for the Tour Championship. Yeah, most people are like, what the hell's going on here? But I'll tell you, after the, after the playoffs are over, the silly season gets really stupid. Like these tournaments that they're going to have, they're going. Nobody's going to be watching this stuff. But that, that, unlike me, and I think golf for the casual fan. When you talk about a sport for fantasy, the way they've done it, four rounds. Thursday, you could do a showdown, a one-round tournament. You could do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like for a sport that everyone's like, oh, a bunch of old guys are playing golf out there. You know, it sucks. It's boring. I have a feeling like you know fantasy and golf go hand in hand and so many people that we know have won tons and tons and tons of money with the golf tournament so anyway i'm down i'm down with golf i think the northern trust open it's going to be an interesting tournament though a lot of guys with uh, you know something to prove maybe some guys outside you know hovering in the 100 to 125 range will you know be able to do some stuff but we'll see a lot of crazy crazy numbers too like guys like kevin na 80 to 1 Ryan Moore, 100 to 1. Like, you're getting good golfers. Emiliano Grillo, 100 to 1. But I hate to say it at this course that they're playing at this year. Dustin Johnson, the last time they played here, Dustin Johnson beat Jordan Spieth on like the final hole. And I could tell you, after what Brooks Kepka did and whatever, DJ's probably going to be pretty fired up, even at 9 to 1. I think uh, this course will play really well for him. But I, I, I was actually thinking Kepka was in the mix. Yeah, I think I think Kepka, after winning, I think he's, he's one of those guys, Gabe, it's weird. He shows up in majors, but. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, does he care about this? Yeah, that's the thing. Does, does he care? Yeah, the thing about Kepka if is this he's chill. I guess he cares. Well, I think everyone cares. I think just certain people care more about certain tournaments. Kepka, I like Kepka's attitude. I'd want to bring my best golf to the majors, but 
I think Jason Day could be. That's uh, my top. That is my, that's my chalk pick at fourteen to one. I think Jason Day. He also, out of these guys, has a great track record at the course. I think he finished uh, fifth and seventh in the last two times it was here. Jason Day is going to be a guy on my list, fourteen to one, and in DraftKings. Tiger Woods is a is a player. fourteen to one. No thanks. But he's a player that is seemingly a lot of fantasy DFS so called experts seem to like this week. This week, as a fifth pick. No thanks. I don't like him at that. I don't like it at all. He he did really well in the major. Almost got it done. It was magical. I got to be honest with you. Tiger Woods is a fade to me at that price. Like he's way too expensive this week. Way too expensive. I'd may I'd build my team with Dustin Johnson or Jason Day. And if you like a little sprinkle of Spieth in there, but then you're gonna have to go for some uh, scrubs down at the bottom. I don't trust Spieth anymore. Justin Thomas in the mix. <laughs> I don't trust Beef anymore. Don't trust Beef. He's, he's let you down too many times. <laughs> you know, a guy that I'm somewhat intrigued uh, by is Hoops, uh, Ryan Moore. Me too, 100 to 1. He's on the list. Uh, Cantley as well. I love him. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some DFS.